Alright guys, welcome back. This is episode hello, 5 hello, hello. of Gamers vs. The System. Yes, welcome back, and we're at it again. Yeah, Doing I'm Spec. And I'm Seti. And we got a little bit of uh, some correct... First off, Seti, could we... I have a question. What, huh. Why did you choose the music for the intro? What was up with that? Oh, right. It's <laughs> a very serious music tone we got going on this week. I don't know. I just, I just felt it was appropriate. You know, I like all kinds of different music, and I was just wanting to switch it up every now and then. You know, try to get more inclusive and get more, you know, more ideas and more thoughts in people's heads. So yeah, switching it up every now and then isn't a bad thing. That's kind of where I'm coming from. Okay. All right. I figured there might have been some like, oh, uh, maybe a theme you're trying to go with. Like, oh, since we're gonna be going through these changes. Oh shit! Did that make a noise? I hope that didn't make. A Okay, good. That was just on my end. Perfect. <laughs> All right. So, anywho, we got that going. So, corrections. We corrections. got. I feel like we need to correct ourselves. Yeah, this correction is a little bit more like, not necessarily a factual correction, but this is more of a. I don't know how, how I want to say it. Like a, a course correction for my attitude. How about that? Our attitude. Our attitude. Um, you know, I'm not making. I'm not gonna have you take all the blame on this one because no, you know, I, because some things that I don't know. I feel that like I can get across more clearly. I feel like the last episode was very aggro, and you know it was very argumentative, and I, I kind of, I, I didn't really like the the direction we were going that day. I mean, I understand we're gonna be talking about a lot of different things, and I don't want things to get heated between us. I want it to be gamers versus the system, not spec versus SETI. So my correction is let's, you know, try to be more mindful of, you know, like, uh, at least for me, just trying not to get so, you know, in my feelings when things start getting heated or when people disagree. Like, that's, you know, you were telling me earlier, like, it's okay, people are human, but you know, you got to be more mindful. And I think that's uh, that's a correction that I will be making from now on. Like, you yeah, know, because we're friends. I don't want people thinking that we're, like, not friends. I mean, I've known you for years. We're cool. And I don't want exactly. things to start. And like, we've and we've had worse arguments. So it's like, oh, that was sure. that was tame. So I was for like, oh, sure. that's nothing. I don't give a shit about Honestly, that. But, but other people haven't seen us have those arguments. Right, so right. they might have been and, like, oh, ooh, a weird. You, that's not what this show is about. So that's kind of, you know, that's it's kind of like a course correction for that. Like I, I want us to just be, you know, just more mindful for myself. And I guess you say for you too, but you know, I'm going to try to keep things on track and you know, just go for My cat's biting me. Stop! All right. Anyway, <laughs> talk about aggro. Jeez, Louise, what the hell, right. cat? Mabel's bit bitches at me every episode, so your cat could get in there once in a while. That's fine. Uh, that's funny. All right. And then, uh, all right, so now with that corrections out of the way, we're also going to move on to some changes that are being made, folks. We're going to be firing up the giveaways. Yo. So here's the thing. We're going to start giving out. Right now, it's going to be a small thing. I think the lowest I could do is 10 bucks. So like a $10 gift card for like PlayStation or Xbox or whatever the hell. All you got to do to be eligible to win is you got to be a listener. You got to send us some feedback. So either like give us a D20 recommendation or, you know, send us in an article that you want us to read or send us in some feedback. Or, like what you think, like just comments, let's talk shit to us. I don't care. Send us, send, show us that you're engaging with us. Show us that you're sharing it. 
send us the email at gvs.cast at gmail.com, and then I'll put you in on a random number generator type gig, and then we're going to see who wins the $10 mm, gift card. Hold on. There's also one other stipulation. You gotta okay. Put, you got to follow us on Twitter, too. Sorry. Like, I know that's shameless self-promotion once again, but follow us on Twitter. Send us the All email. the socials. Whatever, all, whatever actually your preferred social, whatever you want to use. You know right, what I mean? So like, if, it doesn't us, have to be just Twitter. Send us the email Damn. of your handle so we can, you know, know that you're following us. And, yes, then you'll be put into that prize pool. So there's got to be some engagement there. And, yeah, we just want to show our appreciation and it's kind of – Show you guys that we're serious about this whole thing. Oh, for sure. We're not going anywhere, so you might as well just start it now. Start the right? craziness. Start the fun now. Yeah, and then said you said you're going to start the Patreon up. You're going to fire that bad boy? Yeah, that'll probably be up by the next episode. So Yeah, we'll have more details for you then, folks. But until then, we also have our first guest on the show today. My yes. longtime buddy, Goose. This is wild. Hey. Hello, Thanks Goose. for having nice, me. Nice, nice to this, meet uh, you. Longtime yeah. listener. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> first-time guest, long-time listener. <laughs> first-time first time caller, long-time listener. That's great. Well, it's great to have you on, Goose. Uh, do you yeah. want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Just you know, you can get your uh, your thing up there. Some projects you're associating with, and sure. Um, I don't know you too, brother. You know which? Oh, oh, all right. Yeah, I mean, I'll give you the quick, uh, long and short of it. Uh, I'm I'm Goose. Um, I got that nickname in college because uh, when I was a sophomore in college, I transferred schools, and I met um spec i'm gonna have to try real hard not to say your real name by the way you might have to oh, okay. you, might, have, you might learn how to bleep things this episode or but, mav you could just go by what you normally call me <laughs> mav that works so uh so i met him in college and um i didn't know anybody at the school but he had already been going there for a while and turns out he knew everybody at the school and we pretty instantly became friends it's actually a fun story but uh, i'm a whore <laughs> we, that okay that now you made it sound real weird how we met uh well, not like he knew that. He knew everybody on campus, and so he basically went around, and he's like, I like you. You're, you're going to be my goose, and I was like, okay, well, I don't know anybody, and he's like, I know everybody, and he started introducing me to the point where, like, professors didn't know my real name. They just knew me as Goose, so. My um, favorite story is when you told me that you were encountered at a bar. At a, at a literal random, bar. At some random girl came up to you, she was like, I think I know you. And you were like, I <laughs> have no idea who you are. She's like, no, no, like, no, <laughs> you're Goose, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> And I was like, yeah. okay, uh, yep, you know exactly who I am. That's uh, so that's funny. That's great. Uh, yeah, so that's how I was back. And that was, uh, we, I was just thinking about that was like what, like ten years ago almost. So oh yeah, uh, yeah, it's been ago. a minute. Yeah, so I uh, that was college, and um, yeah, I don't know where you want me to go with the description. I mean, I have. Oh, I know. So what do you? What I know you got. Uh, you are now currently the runner of not the runner, the the manager or the. People doing martial arts. That's your new. Pa- that's your page. That's like. A, oh yeah. I want to promote. Yeah. That. So, so that's amongst other things, I have a martial arts photography page. Thank you for letting me promote that. That's uh. Yeah. Yeah. On Instagram, it's uh, my martial oh, arts. We're photography shameless, page folks. At, All right. We're gonna uh, plug out as many <laughs> things as possible. Okay. <laughs> shameless. It's called. Uh, it's just. It's literally just called people doing martial arts. Uh, but uh, yeah. So I used to backstory on that is like I used to play in a bunch of bands and do all this stuff. And then when I wasn't playing in bands, I was taking photos for bands. Delved into that, and then um. I got out of that. I was in the military for a little bit, and so I wasn't taking pictures of bands and stuff. So when I got out, I kind of wanted to pick some old hobbies back up, you know, get back into some things. And um, one of those things was photography. So I do, I train martial arts. I train uh, mostly Brazilian jiu-jitsu and submission grappling. Um, 
I'm not excited. Thanks. Oh, you're but dangerous. I, Goose is dangerous, guys. Uh, <laughs> yes, he is, ladies and gentlemen. I had no idea. <laughs> I, I, I try. I hang out with a lot of dangerous people. I always tell people that. But uh, so so I was like, I'm always around martial arts and I'm always at you know, my gym. So I was like, I need to get back to photography. So I started doing, uh, I, I did this little challenge for myself. I did um, just to kind of reacquaint myself with photography and with the editing softwares and all that. I was like, I'll do one picture a day of martial arts for a year. So that's kind of what that page is right now. It's just my, it's literally me having an excuse to learn, uh, re relearn some of these programs, relearn photography. It's called people doing martial arts. I post one picture of people doing martial arts per day. And then sometimes it's one picture and one reel. It's fun. Wow. Pretty cool. Thanks. Pretty Thanks. Cool. Yeah, it's fun. Fun little, I like how like said, he's like, Oh, goose is dangerous. And I'm like, I'm not that dangerous. I'm literally sitting here with two knives in front of me. Just like, <laughs> like, maybe, I, <laughs> maybe I need to, uh, maybe I need to, I'm not that dangerous. Just fucking weapons myself. falling out of the room. <laughs> I'm just it's like, all right. Usually that. my long sword, my pistol, someone, something's hanging around me normally too. So it's fine. But yeah, no, that's cool. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, I yeah. really appreciate it. You know, having guests is always fun, mixes things up. And so since you are a guest, let's just uh, talk a little bit about what we do here. We uh, yeah. talk about one story, one game, and we have these roles between every segment to you know mix it up and give us something fresh to talk about and you know, don't forget we, like we to close be, with our philosophy that's true we so do usually close out the show before sorry, sorry before i didn't mean to interrupt you but before we start this segment i just want to say that when first fuck you're not learn how to edit that's fine <laughs> that's a new spec. challenge for me all right let me try this again so i just want to say when spec uh first told me about the uh the podcast it was like one of those things where I don't know, like when one of your friends tells you they're going to start a podcast, I was just like, okay, here we go. Uh, like, I'm going like, to send you the first episode. And I was like, oh, God, now oh, I'm God here we go. And I'm going to have to like find like one or two redeeming things about it. And then I remember I was listening to it and it finished and I was like, oh, it's over. I, oh, I actually enjoyed that. Like, this is actually a good podcast. <laughs> yes. And uh, yes. yeah, like, yes. gotcha, bitch. I, yeah, yeah. No, I was like, I was like, oh. Okay. All right. No, he's actually doing this. It was just like, I was ready to be like, Hey man, maybe podcastings, you know, maybe just keep it between you guys. And, uh, and I was like, Oh, this is actually like, I love the format. I, you know, not to kiss up to you guys too much, but I, I really do love the format. I think it's a really original. You guys have great chemistry together. So I've been really like genuinely enjoying it every time, uh, every time awesome. Spec sends me the episodes. Awesome. Yeah, no, I'm and I'm so all about that, like, dude. I'm yeah, man. Like whenever I send stuff to goose, it's always like, I know he's going to give me, He's not afraid to tell me if it's going to suck. So that's why I always say, Oh, I will tell you. Thanks for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I'm thankful for that. But thank you, man, for, for being a fan. And, uh, yeah, so now you know what we're doing. We're going to start off with the, the D20. So this is one of the things that we have a, a lovely D20 that we're going to roll every episode between our topics. And we're going to see. And it's, and it's 1 to 20. It's got all different topics of conversation. And just, uh, yeah, we're going to roll that. And, and when you send in the feedback, send in some suggestions for these because we could get real wild with some of these. All right, so let's start off with the first roll, which we got 15. Oh, boy. Let's see. What is 15 today? Oh, no. <laughs> Don't say, oh, no. Oh, no. This is really bad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Politicians I want to smash, either physically or sexually. Yeah. Politicians I want to smash. I love smash. it. I think we should do both. We should definitely do both. And you know what? Since you know we're, uh, our, we have a guest. I think they should go first, please. All Goose. right, oh, go Goosey. Let's hear it. Uh, okay. Politicians, Politicians you want to smash? 
in bed <sighs> and against a brick wall. So uh, <laughs> name your two. Okay. All right. I should just like go for a cop out here with this match against the wall and be like Adolf Hitler because he was a politician. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll be boo. <laughs> yeah, I'll be more creative than that. Uh, <laughs> so you know what? Some something about that guy just rubs me the wrong way. And, you know, <laughs> this horrible artist. Horrible yeah, artist. That's what it's. It's, it's the art and it's the uh, art. Okay, so I feel like the. Oh man, I want to smash. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think like. I don't want to pick. I, I just genuinely don't want to pick anybody current, um, mainly because I feel like I'm gonna say, "Oh, I want to beat the shit out of this person," and someone's gonna come to me and be like, "You know, they donated like sixty thousand dollars to starving six thousand dollars, not even that much, sixty million dollars to starving children." I'm gonna be like, "Oh, oh God, goose, like, come sure. on, we're history yeah. majors. We got this." One That's in the well, bag. I'm trying to go more historical, so it's like sure. this person can't seek retribution on me because they've been long dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's funny. Oh man. Um, I, I might need one of you guys to go first. I need a I need a second. No, we're gonna I'm pass it to spec. Let's 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 spec. There we go. Spec, dude, go for it. All right. Well, I will shamelessly say that I want to smash Tulsi Gabbard. Like she is. Oh man, I. That okay? I, that's my smash, bro. I saw oh, her on the campaign trail. You had I your chance, Goose. She, <laughs> <laughs> did you make it off mine? No, no, it's fine. Yeah. But man, yeah, Tulsi Gabbard, she point. is like I, I would I was gonna vote for her. But you know they they fucked her over, and it's like you know I want to fuck her over different ways. But you know that's that's besides the point. Yo, Tulsi, I, I love you. No, please, no disrespect, Tulsi. Respectfully, no, respectfully. No, I completely Gabbard, disrespectful. I just tied up, naked, pissed on. <laughs> totally disrespectful. Oh, Jesus. Like, <laughs> oh, God. can't do that. Uh-uh. Too much respect. Uh, Dude, but that's a to good pick. Politician though to fight. Uh, let's see. I think I want to. I think I'm going to go against the Mad Duelist. I want to see if I could hold my own against Andrew Jackson. Really? You're going to go all the way back to Andrew Jackson? Yeah. Right. He was, like, one of the last, like, well, not one of the because Teddy Roosevelt was also a fucking badass, and he pu- pulled himself out of a fucking, you know, horrible, uh, disease-ridden uh, childhood to become a fucking raging uh, bull moose. But, yeah, no, but Andrew Jackson, definitely I might have to go with him because, you know, he's a duelist. You know, he, they said he, he rattled around with more bullets in his body than anyone else. Like, yeah, I, I think I got to do it. I got to see if I if I got what it takes to take out the old man. Just just for an honorable, honorable duel. Andrew. Wait, I can fight. It's not like necessarily somebody I want to beat up. It's like somebody I want to fight because that's a completely different question. Sure. Because I, mean, I know you don't want to beat up, up Andrew your interpretation. Okay, that's fair. I was misunderstanding. Okay, well, in that case, I want to fight. Uh, I want to fight Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, there we go. <laughs> That guy, it just seems like a hard, hard dude. And I'm just like, if anyone's going to. Actually, Abe Lincoln was a wrestler. Oh, yeah, Uh, that's right. I might be able to have a grappling match with Abe Lincoln. Yeah. Abe Lincoln was a wrestler back in the day. So I might have a decent. Little BJJ with old Abe. Emancipate this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then I was looking up while you were talking uh, historical female politicians Mm. um, because. I was just, I don't know. I, right, you want like you don't want to take it to the other smash. You know, I mean, I could recent. I could be hilarious and just say Bernie Sanders for the other one, but like you know, that's, uh... <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> but I was like, let oh. me just quickly Google this. And this person, Victoria Woodhill, uh, she lived in 1872, so I think I'm free and clear on this one. Oh. Uh, I don't know. She's got this like, let's see here. She ran as uh, she ran for president, politician. So I'm gonna go with Victoria Woodhill, and everyone's gonna find Google and find the one picture. Um, the one hand painted picture of her. <laughs> it's like a, it's like one of those like sepia 
colored oh. pictures. Fucking Sorry, I'm boring someone. on this one. Just go where she had to stand, where she had to stand still for like three minutes for the picture to get done. Well, <laughs> like I, I assume most of these women, like I'm looking at pictures of them, and I'm like, oh my god, these are rough looking women. And then I realized these women are probably like they lived in like the early 1900s, so they're probably like tougher than me, and they probably had like the craziest hard lives. So I'm like, yeah, no wonder they don't look good. Sorry, dude, they can't please you look wise because they're fucking busy churning butter, doing whatever women had to do back then. You know, not oh. get dysentery and die. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're just like. Raising their like eighty four children when seventy of them had already died in childbirth, like yeah, these women are probably hard as fuck. And oh shit, that's great. All right, that was um... me when I saw Tulsi Gabbard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tulsi's a very good pick, honestly. Um, yeah, Tulsi is respectfully, respectfully. I don't know where the respect is for, but sure. Um, so my pick for <laughs> Smash, surprisingly, it's gonna be. Liz Cheney, I would okay. dog walk Liz Cheney. She's a, she just well, seems like a like a like a seasoned veteran. I just want to like, I don't know. That I mean, she's been ran through. Is that what we're talking about? Like she she knows she knows she's a connoisseur. I think she's she I think she knows a thing or two, and I think she could teach okay. me something. It's like oh, I want to fuck I your don't wisdom. Hate, I don't hate that pick. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I just, <laughs> like I wouldn't I have picked it. But I'm like, wow, Seti, that's a <laughs> Liz Cheney. That's Damn, my, that's my you have. Put, you know why I like that? Because you've put some thought into that. Oh, this is not dude. the first time you've thought about that. You're right about that. We don't want to go I into respect. too much detail about how much I've thought about it. But I, I, have... I wrote that prompt. <laughs> I didn't know Seti wrote that prompt. <laughs> Jesus, Seti's like all of the paper just says politicians at spend. <laughs> 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 it's one through twenty. <laughs> oh God. I'm talking about Liz Cheney today. No, but yeah, I, I respect that. I respect that's, that. That's the one right there. I think. I mean, I know the yep. easy pick would have been AOC. Probably a lot of people. Probably I mean, that's I gonna yeah. Everybody's that. gonna. But no, bring me Liz. Come to me, Liz. Let's let's have a conversation. Um, and that's for the other smash. Uh, there's so many bad politicians out there, and I don't know, man. I would just yeah, push no the entire fucking congress into the fucking ocean but if i had to pick just one I mean, if i had to pick just one i don't know maybe it's uh i don't know louis gomert i would love to kick that dude's ass it'd be great it'd be hilarious to me just to push him down the steps of the fucking national museum or something I don't oops know. Like, yeah like <laughs> there you go that's hey let's see that penny on the floor you piece of shit and then you just kick him down there you go sparta kick style exactly like that would be fucking hilarious oh that's that's a controversial opening guys honestly like that, that, is... I would, that this podcast <laughs> not safe for work baby <laughs> that was all right that's an uh, that's an ongoing joke because we were, we were setting up the yeah. reddit page or something like that yeah. right? was it yes. It was like we're looking up all the the different think you know explicit content. Yes, you know it's gonna have that. But then said he was like not safe for work, and then we just and it's just been the ongoing. You know what? Honestly, it's okay. We can clean it up. You know we have. Oh you, damn! All right, that was that was the end of that little section, the first roll. But there was something that we missed in our intro. Which was Uh-oh. I'm so sorry. You know we have to mention this person. We have an editor now. Oh yeah, show. Let's, let's bring her up in here. Yeah. Yes, we can't sure. forget that. I really did forget that from the intro. Sachi, uh, we're fucking shouting Sachi, you out. we love you. Crazy bitch. <laughs> so we have an editor now for the show. And uh, yeah, she's going to be doing 
our video content. So if you start seeing videos pop up on YouTube, uh, if you start seeing videos pop up on Instagram Reels or Facebook Stories or TikTok Shorts, YouTube Shorts, they are all because of this one wonderful person that we encountered online who wants to help us out and you know big us up so thank you big shout out much love we now have an editor so guess what maybe the show won't be so raunchy because maybe she'll start bleeping us (laughs) maybe we will be safe for work how about that (laughs) he's like nah we apologize that you have to listen to this smut All right, let me just put that out there, Sach. All right, oh, we apologize. We know that you're going to be combing through these archives. You're going to be like, what the fuck are these? Oh, Jesus. Just, just shame. Shame shame in the editing. It's Sorry, fine. that just makes but it better we... for me because, you know, I talk to her like almost every day, so it's going to be fucking funny. So. We appreciate you, Sach. You really do. But, all right, let's I just move say, on. To... Okay. okay. Can I just say sure. that this podcast has gone from Hey, Goose, welcome here. Uh, promote your Instagram page. Now, which politician are we going to fuck? Which one are we going to kill? Hey, thanks to this new editor. <laughs> you guys are all over the place. Oh, yeah, God. it's called mental illness. It. It's called mental illness, folks. <laughs> right? That's what that is. What do you mean? This is the format of the show, all right? I mean, that's that's just the way it's going to be. It's random because of the dice. You just take a chance on the dice. You know, you never know what's going to come up. I get you. I get you. All right, let's let's move on. Let's get our, you know, we're trying to keep this to not do five hours. So we're going to, because with both of you guys, I'll just keep talking. This is just, this is the worst combo to have with, with me no, in here. Man, because this is the best. What are you talking about? Uh, this is awesome. No, because we, I won't shut the fuck up. This is what the problem is. So. We'll, we'll figure it out. No worries. Right. Games. We're doing our first. That, uh, one, that game. one game. That one game. All right. So Goosey, I've what's your one this. game? Oh, he's been preparing. Let's oh, I've been it. ready. I've been putting a lot of thought oh, into this one actually, because I knew nice. this was coming. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say my my that one game is gonna be the OG Crash Bandicoot. Yo. Okay. Uh, for the PS One, and there's a reason for that. Uh, the reason, right. the reason is I, I, I have a pretty good relationship with my dad. I'm fortunate in that way. Um, me and my dad always have had had a really, really good relationship. And some of my earliest memories, my father has played two video games in his entire life. Crash Bandicoot and Wii Golf. And so back in the day, <laughs> that's, I love that's, it. that's that's what my dad has played. So we uh, Papa Goose. I love that, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's no one, no one better to hang around with. And I just remember like being a kid and I have so many, so many fond memories of, of playing that game with my dad. And I was like super, super young and. I couldn't get past the levels and he, he had no idea how to play video games, but he would just hop on and you know, we'd figure out, but he was an adult. So we figure our way through the levels and all that. And then they, uh, I think we had, I don't know if it was, I don't know how they did the sequels for that game, but I remember there being like a one where it was either like, I think it was crash three where like you would like jump, uh, through like these vortexes and go to these different worlds. And I remember playing that with him and that's just a good, good memory, good time. So I was mulling around. I've had a lot of games that have had impact on me, but, uh, that one right there is like the OG first video game I remember playing. Good memories with my dad. Can't beat it. That is pretty yeah, man, cool, I man. I couldn't beat that either, man. That's like, I mean, I think a lot of gamers have memories like that where they, you know, just, you know, they, they form these great memories around gaming. And that's what keeps us going and keeps us coming back because we understand the power of that 
collaboration and that cooperative effort is something that really does build relationships. And, you know, part of this show is just talking about that definitely and giving people the chance to understand that gaming is more than the sum of its parts because of the people that it touches. And, you know, I think that's a big part of it. So yeah, thanks dude that for sharing that. That's amazing. And I do have a question actually, which is, yeah. Do you still play crash? Do you still, I haven't played crash in years um spec knows this but i like i I definitely don't consider myself a gamer not because of any like other reason that i don't i never got like super super into games but we were having this conversation on the phone where like i think with our generation even if you weren't like a so-called like gamer or you never like went hardcore into the game world like you just said there's there's always that couple games where like you got good memories tied to it was your buddies playing halo or whatever it was like Everybody, everybody in our generation's got that. Oh, for sure. So unfortunately, I, can't I don't it. play that that one much anymore. But uh, I still, I still game from time to time. Uh, definitely, definitely, still try to find the time. All right, cool. All right, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah. I like that. That's good. All right, so yeah, bring um, some heart to this podcast. You guys for sure. No. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. That's a good one. Yeah, it's um, cool. Yeah, Crash Bandicoot, man. I remember playing Crash a little bit. You know, I my cousins were big into Crash as well. I myself never got into it. I think I was more of a Mario person at that time. So that was my kind of platformer, you know, my console of choice platformer. But yeah, that was that was one of the big ones for sure. And a lot of people still enjoy it. I think they remade I think they remade it or remastered it or something recently oh, a few right. years ago. So. They put it in the Uncharted Four game. That's they? right. Yep. There was a little yep. uh, like cameo of it that they got to like. There was like a part where in the story where um, you know they they uh, Nate and Elena are sitting on the couch and they're like, "Well, I'll play for the dishes" type deal, and, and they're they, like, they, they, they fire and you hear the PlayStation One startup shit, and it's all like Yo. very nostalgic. And it was a yeah, that was a That's a good amazing. part of that video game. The very it hit you if it was if nothing else hit you like that section was like, mm-hmm. oh man, like I'm old, <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Okay. All right. Well, uh, so what's up, Spec? You want to tell us about your one game this week? This week, I think I didn't have a game until uh, I was gonna wait to to hear what we're. we're, I was gonna feel the feel the room, but uh, I think uh, I'm gonna go PS2 and go with. Uh oh. I think I. Uh oh. Yep. Did he freeze? Oh. I feel like we're having some technical difficulties here. Yep. Well, good thing you have an editor now. Yeah, right. Okay, let's, let's see if we can get the boy back here. This is that. This is that shit you don't see on the the finished product of every other podcast. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> this is like this man gonna say from the top, boy. Yeah. yeah. You want me to recreate the Crash Bandicoot thing? That was that was real. That was emotion. <laughs> <laughs> Memories of my dad. You think I could just do that on command? Right, man. Um. Okay, yeah, because when you're talking, it's not like this, the sound bars aren't moving. Give it a shot. Man, we might have to invite him back in or something. Yeah. All right, welcome back to SETI and Goose. We got rid of that dead weight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's hilarious. <laughs> Don't worry, SETI started our own podcast. Hey, there you go. That's- okay, <laughs> Your uh, your thing is is moving again. 
All right, so that's the thing. Where did we that's... leave off? <laughs> you were about to tell us. Sorry, technical difficulties. I don't I think he's going to capture any of my audio, but it's it, it it's, it's capturing. It's no, I mean, yeah. prior to me leaving. Oh, God, again. Okay, no. Oh, my. Now we're going to go out. This is fuck. so bad. Oh, wait. We heard you say fuck. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is not a good time for recording, I guess, because my. Is there, fucking... is there a storm? There is a storm, and it's cutting in and uh, out right now. So. Oh, shit. Um, what about. Uh... What well, is recording? It says I'm recording, technically, so we got to. Good. Yeah. Where are you in Waterbury just... or are you in Wolkit? Waterbury. Waterbury. Bro, we're just gonna have to power through this, right? We'll yeah, see what we got. Scenario. Yeah. At the end of it. Um maybe just do a re-intro. Oh yeah, you guys got a severe thunderstorm watch, it looks like. Oh, but it looks like it's just a small cell, so hopefully it just passes over you and leaves you alone. Yeah, let's hope so. My uh right. I turn off the, the TV. <laughs> Thanks, Goose. Back to us with the studio for <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Back, to, back to you guys. Cut the. Um, Sorry, right, you want to do like about, a? Um, yeah, like we're, a re- we're we were on games, right? So we just went over. You were asked me what I was gonna talk about. Right, what? your one yeah. game yeah. is where we are at. Okay. So, all right. Just explain From... the technical difficulties and then go back into it. Exactly. So it'll just be all right. There's technical difficulty there. I got lost in the storm that I'm currently in. Whatever the hell. But hey, it's fine. I'm back in it. We're gonna edit that all together and somehow make a finished product. We'll see what happens. So. All right, folks. Uh, my one game, if we're going to get back into that, my one game happens is the Goose to talk about memories of his dad. I got to talk about memories of my dad now because we're getting all dad nostalgic. And uh, Dynasty Warriors. Yeah. Nice. Happens to be, uh, I think it was, we started on Dynasty Warriors 3, I'm thinking. But yeah, me and my dad just, hey, do you want to play tonight for a little bit? And yeah, and just us mowing down an army of chinks. It was the best. <laughs> fucking time of my little life. Damn it, Speck, they do not know that you are Asian. You cannot just... Yeah, I was about things. to say, like... <laughs> you will be canceled well, they, instantly, motherfucker. I okay? revealed that I was Asian last episode, so guess what? Everyone knows now, for Jesus. sure. Right, but I was ahead. able to Good kill thing. a bunch of Chinese folk playing Dynasty Warriors, just living out fake history... Well, not fake history. And then also listening to, like, the... I don't think Dynasty Warriors actually happened. I... <laughs> I well, I mean, the romance, the, the romance of the Three Kingdoms era, they you know, they, they say that these people existed, but not to the extent that they were portrayed in the games, okay. blah, 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 blah. That's but fair. also just the, um, just, just like I said, just, just having to take down Lubu and just the, the fear because the just the like emanating lightning waves and like the his mushu, whatever the hell was going on, just like, okay, we have, to, we have these big bad guys to overcome and trying to hit a thousand enemies was difficult back in the day. You know, you you're, you got a bunch of cool characters you get to learn about, like, a little bit. So, I don't know. There's just – it kind of hit all the check marks for me. Like, a little bit of history, a little bit of just going out there, playing with your dad, having fun, you know, and just you – know, it was it was, it was uh, really good. It's not wholesome because – oh, yeah, the butt metal. all the murder. Oh, my right. God. The best part was the butt metal. The butt metal? The butt you metal. Have to explain you know that one. Metal? You've never heard of Dynasty Warriors soundtrack? No, what about it? I mean, mm-hmm. I've played the, a few of the games, but where's the butt metal come in? That's it. The back, the backdrop for all the the game is butt metal. Oh, like, okay. You you're using, like, like you're using that like butt rock. Like I've heard, I've never heard butt metal. I've definitely heard butt rock before. Oh yeah, like, no Chinese butt metal is, <laughs> is the best little memories I have of that. 
just hearing it. I can hear some of the start menus now because of it. Like it's just all the intros. That's so funny. That's great. I did play a lot right. of those games. I played the hell out of Dynasty Warriors and Samurai Warriors back in the day. Oh yeah, they did make a Samurai Warriors shoot off. Mm-hmm. I remember. I used to love those games. Those were great cooperative. And like, yeah, just mowing waves of enemies. I love those Musu games. I do. And there's actually a couple that I've played that are like outside of the genre as well. Or outside of that line as well. There was uh, Hyrule Warriors too. I remember the Zelda came out with one. They did that. Mm -hmm. They also have done, there's this one called like Sengoku Kongoron. There's another one that was called Mystic Heroes. There's one called 99 Nights. That was an old school one. Um, there was so many of those Do games. Do you want to count Bladestorm in that too, you think? Bladestorm, definitely. Oh my goodness. Yes, Bladestorm. Yes, Kessen 3. Dude. Oh my god. Yes. I played Kessen 3 like a motherfucker. Holy shit. Those Jesus. games where you're just mowing through countless hordes of people. That, that is my And you jam, get to control okay. that little unit, too. That was the best part of those games, because it wasn't just yeah. your one unstoppable fucking dude. It was like, all right, here's my unit of guys, that I have to, and that was kind of like your health bar. How many yeah. guys that you fucking kept alive in these skirmishes? Those are fun. Those were a lot of fun. So that's a good pick, dude. I hope some people... I hope they actually revive that genre a little bit. I mean, I know they're still making Dynasty Warriors. They'll probably never fucking stop, but... Yeah, but they uh, bastardize it so much now. I picked uh, up the latest one just, just because of uh, how it's, it's like an open world type thing now, and I'm like, oh, uh, God, what is this? Uh, yeah, no. It's fucking horrible. Empires. What do they do? The Empire's versions? I love the Empire's version because you got yeah. to, like, go, like, build your own kingdom and, like, kind of yeah, make your own Play your little what-if story and get a mm-hmm. character in there and see how things... Yeah, it was, it was great. They need to bring that shit back, son. But did you play... Sorry, I know we're going off on, like, a crazy, like, tangent at this point, but... There's a game called uh, Dynasty Warriors Strike Force. Did you play Strike no, Force? I did not play Strike Force. Gotta get What's that the shit, of boy. Strike Force? Uh, basically, everybody has Dragon Ball Z level powers, and they're out there just kicking ass. Like it's it's wild, dude. Like it's fucking wild, son. No, Lubu doesn't need a goddamn Kamehameha bullshit. All right, he's already fucking not. unstoppable. You would think. No, not. no. No, but no. I he don't, he don't need that bullshit. He don't Dude, need that bullshit. No, try it. Okay, trust me. Uh, try it. It's wild. All right, all right. That's uh, all right. That's enough for me. I'm gonna shut up now. You know. What was about your game then, Seti? Come on now. Oh right, right. Um, my game. You know, we got this whole format here about the game and the story, and so I've, I'm tying my two things together, and my game is. Saints Row 2. A ah, classic. A, a classic. classic. I really, really enjoyed that game. Saints Row is like, you know, it's one of those games that spawned off of the success of, you know, Grand Theft Auto, but they had their own spin to it. And the second game, in my mind, is where they really hit their stride. You know, they got great activities. It was a decent open world. You had a high level of control over your character, you know. Oh, like yeah, the customization options were insane. Yeah, great. And you also could, like, you know, buy property. You know, they're, they're hitting a lot of good notes, and they did it in an interesting way with, you know, the characters, like who you were as the boss of the gang and the other bosses of the other gangs and the, how you took them down across the city and how the story was like the sprawling kind of tale about, you know, these corporations and these different people trying to survive. And it, it, it was really good. The first game was kind of trashy. 
the second game was really, really fucking phenomenal. And I think everyone should start there if they're going to try it out. That's how I started. I didn't play one. I played two. Yeah, skip one. I mean, one is very skippable. I mean, it's interesting, but not, you know, they, they didn't really bring up the humor and kind of, you know, the absurdity. You know, they didn't really play that up. They tried to play the more serious gang story angle, like, you know, we're the hood, we're the boys. It's like, no, you don't need that. Just let's go crazy. You know, like, <laughs> you're, we're, we're wild, we're insane, we're, you know, we're ruthless gang members, and we're all nuts. So, yeah, it, it was great in the second one. I recommend it. And, uh, yeah, that is my game for this week. I recommend it to everyone. You know, I never played that game, but I heard, I've heard very good things. It's one of those games that, like, there's so many games out there that, like, I've just heard such great things about that I just never got around to playing. Yeah. Unfortunately, that, that was one. Happen. Well, I remember because you were always about watching the games, right? You you did a lot of you watched a lot of let's plays and stuff for a lot of things. Yeah, so that's kind of how that's yeah. I'm glad I'm glad you brought this up because I didn't even think about this. But yeah, so I did a lot of uh, especially when I was in the military and I was traveling a lot and I just didn't feel like lugging a system around with me and I just never built a PC, which I definitely should have. Um, and I just never really had the time to play. But what I would always have is like. I had a couple like walkthrough channels I would watch. So people would be like, oh, dude, I played this game and it was so good. And I'm like, yeah, I watched it. And people would be like, you watched the game? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> watch like the dude's walkthrough. It's a lot cheaper to do it that way. And uh, sure. it was a lot easier to like break up into like, I could watch like 15 minutes here and there. But I- I've always been into games with like good stories. And so mm. any game I was interested in playing was a game with a good story anyway. So, right. Uh, so I- I'm-, yeah. I'm right there with you, dude. Actually, I watched the first last of us and i watched the first or the god of war remake that they did for the playstation 4 so i'm nice you know i'm right there with you sometimes you don't always need to play the game if you just want to know what happens you know i i get that so yeah watching games is also part of gaming culture too so don't yeah they make them so, so cinematic out. now yes that's part yeah, especially of the like problem, the last of us anyway. oh yeah for sure i get it I can't remember the last game I watched, but yes, uh, those were the two big ones that I remember most. The first God of War remake and The Last of Us, the first one. I actually watched a lot of the Assassin's Creed games. I was like, that that was like, that's like if I have like a series that I follow, it's the Assassin's Creed and I, I just love them. Yo. Well, love, uh, kind of, this, this last couple were not my, I'll just say it wasn't my style, but <laughs> I played up till uh, through Black Flag and then I think everything after that, I think I watched because I was just really right. interested in the story. I loved the lore. I love how they did that. Oh yeah. Well, we're all Black Flag lovers here, so you're not the. the oh, <laughs> you, you fit oh, yeah. right in. Oh yeah. <laughs> you fit right in. Oh. Oh yeah. Right, well, that was Forcing my boys Thanks. to sing at gunpoint. Thanks for sharing all these great games, and I really hope people are getting something out of this. I hope they find some games that they also love. Yeah, and I think that's the cool thing about this podcast is that, like, like I said, I genuinely enjoyed it when you guys first sent it to me, and. I'm not a gamer. Yeah, no, I've played a couple games in my day. You know, I'm familiar with the culture, but I'm not a gamer by any stretch of the imagination. And I still enjoy the podcast. So I think that's like a credit to you guys nice. being able to kind of relate it back to the, the world. Pretty cool. I'm going to stop that's kissing your ass now, here. but it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. We really appreciate it. And we're glad to have really you. Do, man. Us. What do we got next? Right, we're rolling again. Yes, we are rolling, which is a little bit terrifying, but I was about who to say, knows like, there's like a the level of anxiety. Just to... <laughs> we already started off great with that one. I, yeah, fucking how, 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 God intervened and cut me out the fucking chat, so fucking, jeez. Oh, God. Alrighty then. Ten.
Let's see. What do we what got, we got for ten? We got ten. Oh, ten is one year a from good now, one. five years from now, ten oh, years from one. now. Okay. This is a good one. Dang. Yeah. That's right. a really good topic. Who came up with that one? That was Seti. That was Seti. Nice. Seti. I like that. Give him yeah. credit. Well, you should because he came up with it. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, who wants to go first? Oh, Goosey. He's our guest. Okay, so That's it's true. basically like, like where do I see Alright. So it's basically like, where do I see myself in one year, five years, ten years? Yep. Sure. Uh, okay, so that's that's actually a good one. So I got so I'm moving uh, on Thursday, so a week from yesterday. Yeah, six days I'm moving. Uh, we're just moving down the street um, to a we're in a two bedroom right now. Our roommate moved out, so now me and my wife are moving to a one bedroom apartment. It's actually bigger, it's nicer, and it's cheaper. It's great, but it's just right down the street. I'm gonna live oh, with some friends. Uh, not live with them. They live in it's a two family house. Yeah, it's a two family house. They live in the other apartment. Couldn't couldn't be a better situation. But uh, we're doing that temporarily. Long story as to why, but we're doing that temporarily. So we plan on only being there for a year um, and then buying a house. So hopefully within one year, I'm going to be getting ready to move into uh, a house uh, outside of the nice. city. I currently live like in the University City area in Philadelphia. So I'm actually pretty pumped about about that. Um, my wife's actually should be finishing her PhD soon. So she's going to get a big girl job and be my sugar mama, which is going to be great. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh so we'll wow be, uh, moving out <laughs> yeah hey, just man, uh I'll, I'll still be in uh grad uh yeah i'll still be in grad school at the, at the time when she's done so we'll be uh we'll be looking at you know with, with both our salaries combined we should be able to afford a decent house um five years what it's 2022 now five years oh man so i have this ultimate goal of uh i have this ultimate goal of, of opening my own coffee shop and um kind of like some of uh speck and i's friends had um i worked in coffee back in the day and i really liked it and so i'm going to business school right now to learn how to do business um not that you necessarily need that to start a company but uh with the gi bill kind of i have all this free money on the table to go to school so i'm actually in business school right now having a good time um cool. so i plan on hopefully in five years having that up and running and then 10 years i just I, this is like the lame answer but like i don't know i just want to be like sustained uh oh yeah and also once kelly finishes her phd we're uh sorry she doesn't get a code name uh, we're planning on <laughs> trying to have a kid. So, you know, throw that kid somewhere yeah. in this one to five year plan. And so I think we're, I'm kind of in like this giant period of change right now. And I'm just like, oh yeah, I guess if I spell it out, it's the, uh, that's, that's the plan. That's cool, man. So like house, that. that's really coffee good. shop or house, house and family, coffee shop and family. And then actually living off of my laurels, living off of my own, uh, my own business's income off of your success. Kind of a lame that's answer. Sorry. This, no, this is not, not no, the, that... the best podcasting story answer, but that's <laughs> my dude. That's the dream. Everybody, you know, would love to have a story like that, have goals like that. That's what, you know, I think, I think the reason I came up with this one is because I wanted to talk more about people, you know, making a plan, like don't just have it in your head, write it down and once you write it down you have a plan and once you have a mm -hmm. plan you can make goals and once you have goals you can actually achieve them so that's why i wanted to touch on this a little bit so that we could you know talk about where we're going and how we see ourselves so yeah like definitely dude don't say it's lame that's that's great uh my question is barista yeah, that's like a fart, yeah. barista that's yeah that's what you did really that for a while do? worked in the old and you liked it 
well, I want to own, I want to own a coffee shop. I, I dude, I, I fucking loved it. I have, uh, e- like, obviously we don't have video on this podcast, but I have my whole coffee bar set up kind of over in my kitchen right now. I do. I still do. Mm. I make like, you know, manually make all my own coffee. I grind it every morning. Do, uh, and I have multiple Whoa, ways to make it. My, uh, you know, for, for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, dude, I nerd out. He turned me into a whiskey nerd. I nerd, I nerd <laughs> out over coffee. I nerd out basically the uh, spec. No, spec knows this. This is what I do. I get like, I've never casually been interested in anything. I go whole hog into whatever I'm interested in. And uh, like, so with, you know, with, you know, with the whiskey, you know, I, I was involved with beer before that. And I was like down the rabbit hole before the craft beer boom. Me and my friends were brewing beer in our friend's garage. Um, and we were going ham with that. I mean, I've done, <laughs> I've done quite a few things. I, I, I'm definitely like the whole like jack of all trades, master of none. Uh, another, I'm not really hobbyist. good at any of these things, but yeah, I'm a serial hobbyist, hobbyist. But right. uh, yeah, no, when it comes to my comes to my coffee i, I take it very seriously I, I i just love it it's 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 actually like one thing I, I really liked about working in the coffee shop was like i like i like interacting with people I, I i like people generally um and so it's a good way you're you're giving people what they want when you're running a coffee shop you're giving people that you're like here's your energy for the day here's your uh you know yeah. so it's pretty cool it's um I, I like the environment i like the small coffee shop and then i like to nerd out over coffee so it's like Two of my favorite things go. in one. That's awesome. Kind of the all the luck. Kind of the goal. All the spot. I really hope it Thank turns you. out exactly the way you want it to because it sounds awesome. Thank you. It sounds awesome. Yeah, that's that's the plan anyway. We'll see. Sometimes, uh, sometimes plans change, but that's the plan right now. It's been the plan for right. a little bit. Awesome. Be proud awesome. of it. Like we it. hope it, and you hope you accomplish all of it, man. Yeah, you really for do. sure. And if we can help you out anywhere along the way, we'll shamelessly promote it. So like, make sure you stop there. Pick up your carbon while you listen to the latest episode of GVS. It'll be, yeah. it'll be the, hopefully within that five That'd to ten cool. year gap. All right. Um, All right. What you guys got? Spec, you want to go next? Sure. Go? Um, yeah, that don't matter to me. I'll go. Uh, for my go one for year it. from now, I would love to be – not doing this full time, but I would love to have a very vast audience in a year from now for the podcast. Ooh, that's, I'm that's, gonna, a, that's a tight goal. goal right there, man. Well, you know, it's it's. I feel like it's doable, though. You know, if we just, if I You're just right. put the the grind in, we just keep it up. Not, it's, anything's possible at this point. So for sure, You're not wrong. I want to have a I want to have a big a bigger podcast, and uh, it, hopefully those the, the offshoot shows that I kept talking about, like you know the. I want to get those up and running. Have like a multiple kind of different, uh, like you said, this is going to be like a podcast or not like a network almost, where I want to kind of like get everyone on there. You call it a network? Yeah, I want to bring everyone I can, and so let's let's hopefully it grows that way within the year. Uh, five years, either I could give this off to you guys and you run it. Well, not you know, not specifically you know like. How the hell did I get this thing dumped on me? You two, but you know, <laughs> but whoever's going to be involved. In the you know whoever really gets involved in this because I I'm pretty sure by five years people are gonna get sick of hearing me but you know at least at least grow it to the point where it's too big to fail within five years. You saying PewDiePie has been on YouTube for like twenty years? Okay, (laughs) yeah, exactly. PewDiePie, Logan Paul, Joe Rogan, everybody, these guys been doing it forever. They don't care. They're not stopping. We're not stopping either, bro. Okay. So. Okay, so that's a dumb goal. Come up with a new one. No, <laughs> <laughs> Five <laughs> years, then, at least. Just kidding. Uh, just kidding. Well, no, I definitely want to get better at uh, my night fighting, for sure, to have myself a full suit of armor within five right. years. Build up the arsenal. 
either do single combat or you know the 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 squad combat thing. But by at least by forty, before I turn forty, before I fucking die, I'm definitely gonna, you know, between that ten year gap, I'm definitely gonna be in that one fifty versus one fifty battle of the nations type setting. That's what I want to do with all my heart. This podcast goes from zero to a hundred so quick. <laughs> you were like, you're like, oh, I want to be, I want to have a big podcast, which oh, okay, cool, yeah, that's a reasonable thing. It's like, hey, uh, okay, what else? And you're like, I want to have a suit of armor and beat the shit out of people with a sword. <laughs> that's also my five year goal. That's in five years. That's in five to ten years. I want to be that proficient at it. And... I mean, I'll support it. I'll support it. Thank you. Yeah, I'm Thank down. You. I want to see you it. Know? I've never seen this before. You have to send me some video of people doing this shit because. Oh, that's great! Curious. They 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 just brought it out to 150 versus 150. Oh my god! So to be fair, I, I have seen the videos this. of people doing this, but it's like five on five, and it's wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna get even bigger, so I can't wait. It's coming. Th- uh, New Haven's got a team, uh, and Hartford. So there's two. Pl- I'm from Connecticut, so there's the, those are the two places that I, I can at least go to now, where they have um, at least for the M1 style one on one duels at the moment. Um, they, I think they have a big team for, I think for 10, but I, I'm not sure. I have to, do is it, is it okay to like go on a tangent about this or should we stick to the topic? Sure, no, let's hear it. No, go on a tangent. How does this work? Okay. So we got the teams, right? You got to like your, your guys all in the night armor. I've seen that. What do they do? Like, is that, does each person have a role or are you just, is it just chaos? Uh, it's the, the point of it. So a kill, I'm going to use air quotes here is mm-hmm. getting the other person down on their knees. So okay. once they hit their knees, they're out. And okay. so that's why you don't want to use a sword for most things. It's not enough blunt force. So I'm definitely going to be using a war hammer or a pole axe at that point. And, the, and littler, speedier guys like myself, they do have roles for us where you can kind of like catch them in a bind and just like, all right, there's like a, a group that's tied up over here where it's like two or four of your guys versus like, you know, six of theirs. I could just mm-hmm. come in and just shoulder check that whole pile down. And then because everyone's top heavy, so everyone goes down that way. And, or, and they're not expecting me to come in from that side angle, too. And then also, I could get trucked for these because I'm a little guy. So I got to figure out. I got to be really quick and efficient with my movements there. Or just get bigger, essentially, one or the other. Um, but, yeah, no, for, for that, you're, you're definitely trying to. And for the teams-wise, uh, you have, like, USA's got a team. And they'll go over to the U.K. and they'll fight, like, German and, and France and all that. So it's like I've, I've seen that. This, they do have the, the big country teams, and to get to qualify for those, you just have to like show up with your locals, kind of like for I guess for like golf. You know, you win your local tournaments, and, the, and then you get and the, the people get recruited into the things, and there it is. Mm-hmm. It's so wild, that's, just yeah, wild. That's the, the journey is is slow, but I'm 30 now, so by the time I'm 40, that's the goal. By the time I'm 40. So that's the 10 years. Plan. Your 10, there's your 10 year plan. Yeah. yeah within okay. those 10 years, I want to do that, and then. Um, but for the 10 years, it, at the 10-year mark, I would like to hopefully have a family, uh, have this podcast be super successful, and and uh, and I want to be able to at least say that I was able to, to touch a few people, not like that, but like to <laughs> be able to make a difference in a few people's lives to you know make them better, hopefully. Well, that's um, nice. Wants to touch gotta, Tulsi Gabbard. And her, too. <laughs> Tulsi's yeah, husband's yeah. a bad dude. Is he? Like that, no that as in like, like he'll probably kick your ass. But yeah, go ahead. Like I said, respectfully. <laughs> respectfully. respectfully. <laughs> I'm just uh, saying, if Tulsi, if Mr. Tulsi Gabbard comes after you, I, you're on your own. That's, uh... I'll make, I'll make <laughs> friends with him. I'll you better, you better get that night armor ready. No, no, I'll make friends with him. That's okay. All right. That's uh, so for me. All right, I want to hear Seti's goals. 
Michael, you got the here. you got the game game company going on. For sure. Eddie's got That's the world true. domination plan. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know I'm Pinky. He's it. the brain. All right. That's how I'm, this works. I'm, I'm really trying. I don't want to dominate. I just want to help, you know. And so my goal, my one year goal is definitely to at least have some part of this game that I'm trying to make built. I don't care what part it is, but I got to get some code written down. I got to get some things done. I got to get some art created. I got to get some collaborators, you know. I got to start taking those steps towards putting it on the market. I don't know. I think one year is a reasonable goal for that to have something down, some demo, some, I don't know, something. Got to have something. A year is a reasonable goal for that. Five years out, I would love to have my own studio. You know, I want to be right there with um some other smaller studios that are out these days you know they've got a couple games under their belt you know they've got some employees they got a headquarters and you know making enough money to invest in new projects and you know trying to really make my plans come to fruition as far as you know my my games and my ideas and putting them out there uh the 10-year plan world domination well, I was going to say, you know, it'd be nice to run for office. Like, I think. <laughs> yeah. Hey, there you go. There you go. I would love to run for if If everything goes the way I think it's going to go, as far as the gaming and the, you know, how I'm going to plan to help people and how I plan to change things, I really do think eh, running for office is probably a good idea at that point because, you know, I will have helped enough people and brought about enough change where people will be like, yeah, this guy, he's got some good ideas. We should probably put him in a place where he can, you know, affect some other types of changes. So, yeah. That's... Do you know the um the guy, Greece, Greece hired somebody as their, I think it was like their financial minister. Spec, can you look this up? Sure. It was, they they hired him as, but like Greek, Greek financial minister, uh, uh game gaming background or something like that it, it was a guy who he was like he was like the cfo of some game company and like greece literally was like we need you oh, we're, we're we're failing we need you to come in and you did a good job with your company so we need you to do it for our country mm. um yep greece dude, it's something uh, wild greece's new finance minister learned from studying video games uh, i thought he his, worked for a game company what's his name you know his say? name is yanis yarofakis I, I might, think might I've be heard Greek. of that guy. <laughs> I think I've heard of him. Very Greek. Very Greek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I've I think I've heard of him before. Doesn't he like go around giving talks about the World Bank and shit? Like, yeah, he 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 stands out from the pack by working as an in-house economist for a video game company. There we go. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I Valve. He worked at Valve. Valve. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Amazing. I mean, so... yeah. They probably have a bigger budget than Greece. but yeah that 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 sounds like a trajectory that i'm a little bit on right now i feel like i want to go move from you know this digital space into you know how it can affect change in the real world and you know that's that's kind of the path i'm on right now so and they locked us out of the fucking political uh sphere for how many goddamn years might as well start putting some of our youngins in there now you know for sure well, youngins, we're going to be old by then, but. <laughs> All right. 
cool good goals good goal good goal setting good goal setting meeting everybody now we'll go back to the podcast (laughs) 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 just kidding all right so uh let's see what's next that one story is that what's next we're talking about our story now okay i've gone first on all these well actually i deferred i'm gonna defer this one to you again spec i need to I okay. do need time to think, but I was spent all my time thinking about the one game I was going to talk about. Uh, that's fine. I, I got, for once, I actually have a story that's not going to get pulled out of my ass. Yeah. Um, no. So, there's a... Uh, I, I, got, I think I just lost the... Uh, what's it called? So I just got to go backwards. Okay, so there's... So, you know, I'm a big uh, proponent of Dungeons & Dragons. That's, like, one of my favorite types of... Like, I, I'm mm-hmm. such a nerd about that, like, the tabletop sphere. So, and they've been doing this thing now where they're they're trying to make it I'm not going to try to say video gamey but they're they're pulling out more stops to kind of like rely less on you know people having to cuz you know they're getting people together especially during the whole quarantine thing like you know it was it was it was rough so they started doing stuff where there's more virtual type environments for people to play in and mm-hmm. or just 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 more simple simple things but now they're the uh, Wizards of the Coast is coming out with this whole new version cuz they used to do Whenever a version was getting stale, it's okay. We're gonna do a new edition. So 5e is the current one, and so now it's, they're trying to move away from editions and go into a whole new thing of like D and D one or something like that, where it's it's and they're gonna in more or less video gamify it. They want to cut so, out. Though? What are they gonna do? They, uh, all digital type atmospheres. Um, so like. When it comes to character sheets, they're gonna start. They're gonna start doing the calculations for you. They're gonna start having, um, you know, the, the dungeons will be live and animated. Mm. Characters are gonna have Whoa. their own animations. It's gonna be ran off the Unreal Five engine. Whoa, really? Type deal. Yeah. What? So there's, and of course there's there's ups and downs with this whole thing. Some people are gonna look at this and be like, "This is what we were waiting for," because they're tired of having like we don't want to be fucking sitting in the dark rolling dice and you know, using a pen and paper to do this bullshit. We don't like imagination and like, you know, that's, like and that's fine. <laughs> and that's fine. People. And that's, and that's how some people rather play. They're, they're so involved. They need to be, they need the spectacle. You know what I mean? So they want that. And then there's going to be the hardcore folks. And I'm going to say that I'm somewhere in the middle where like, I could see the merits of one side, but I could also see we're moving away from the traditional style of like the community. You bring it together, you sit down, you kind of use your imagination, you stay in your characters, you do this and this, you know, they're, and they're also trying to like, they're, they're, they're using language that I'm not a fan of. Like uh, they're trying to eliminate the lazy DM and it's like, mm. Jesus, like, okay, Uh-oh. like that, that's a, that's a little bit of a, of a harsh uh, label to just throw out there to start classifying folks. And how are they going to do? How how is this going to work? They're trying to. They're trying to video gamify D and D. Yeah. Put a digital front on the old school format of the you know from the book from the editions. So what, we're all just going to have apps on our phone now, the Dungeons and Dragons app, and we'll make a character. Well, we we'll just... we have character sheet apps already, which I kept track of some of my stuff on when I was playing. Um, so but they were they like ha- official D and D apps though, or was it just no. like some other? See, that's what I'm saying. Like now they're trying to, are they trying to like get in on that space and trying to digital yes. like you know? Yeah. Are we gonna have like AR D and D battles and shit now? Is that what's coming? 
<laughs> I have no idea how far they're going to go with it right now, Whoa. but from what they were talking about in the articles I've been reading, they're they're, they're trying to really gamify this whole system now, where it's just okay. Sick. Let's let's not. Let's let's know. use less imagination and use more tech. But and and here's the issue though. When it comes to that now it's if you want to play D D this way, can your laptop run the engine? Can your you know what I mean there there there's a lot of limitations now where it's like, okay, uh, is this do you know do you know how to use this software programming now? If you're gonna be the DM you're gonna have to figure out how to do all these battle maps, now, how to transition between this, how many more technical difficulties versus like, okay, when I have everything in front of me, pen and paper, I can kinda like work this shit out and fly. So there is going to be that adjustment phase, of course, because right. we all know tech isn't perfect when it comes out. So then, mm. so it's going to be complicated at first. And so I, I, I'm excited to see where it could go, but I'm also like, all right, well, thankfully they're not, I hope, I hope, at least I hope not. They're going to just do away with all the paper editions. Bro, you got me like. excited. Like, honestly, I, I look at D&D from afar, like, this looks cool. I remember we I, tried to get you to to join a campaign, and you just it wasn't for you, and that's okay. It's not for you. It's, it wasn't it's just, for me because there was I, I couldn't stay in character. Okay, that's my problem. I have schizophrenia, and I could not stay in character, and like it, it was just it was too much for me. But if you told me, hey, we have an AR, like some type of Pokemon Go style D and D game where you can just run around out there with your friends, killing shit in a party, and you can party up with the app. And you see, you know, you can hold your phone up and you see the monster you're fighting, and you can all do this weird like wizard casting shit. And like, dude, like I would play the fuck out of that. Like, that's not crazy. <laughs> it's not gonna be on your phone. It'll, it'll, it'll be like a, like I said, it, it's gonna be like a whole program on like your computer yeah. or something. Well, you better call me Wizards of the Coast if you want to make money. But anyway, like, uh, yeah, that that actually sounds cool. I'm glad they're evolving. You know, I'm glad they're trying something different because, yeah, it has been stuck on the paper and the books for years. Like. Which is not a bad thing. It's fun to, you know, sit down and create a campaign and you, you know, have this kind of agile environment where you have a person who's kind of guiding you through this stuff. And I think that is interesting. But. Right. And I, and from the other side of it, though, Sadie, like, I just remember, like, a lot of the good memories I have of, like, my dad, you know, he's shown me all, he was showing me all the maps that he made. And I'm looking through, and it's like, oh, these are fucking awesome. And the time that he put into it, and all like the, you know, you had to back because he was playing in the '80s. So like, right. when I got to see all the hard work that he put into, you know, to, to really put a good campaign out, you had to put in that type of work. And I was, and I'm really impressed with it. And I, and that's for me is what I, I love. And so seeing it changed like this is, like I said, I'm half half of me's excited, half of me's apprehensive. Well, See. you know, the important thing to remember is because at first, like, I kind of had the same reaction as you. I'm like, I love d and I, I, I absolutely love it. I love everything about it. But when Seti said he was like, oh, that might make me interested. I, in my head, I'm like, oh, this might not be a bad thing because it might be breaking down a barrier of entry into the game. Um, And, and, and there's like when they create the new system, is it going to be like, is it like a new edition or is it just something completely new? They're going to try to roll out the new technical edition with it because with. they're gonna yeah okay they're, they're gonna so, have new rule sets because the rule sets now <laughs> won't be so determined on the math it'll be the, the programming right right no. so yeah. so but it's not like they're taking away the old D like you can right. still play like 5e and stuff like that but you're i, I see the concern because it's like okay you're kind of changing what D is but then on one hand so it's like maybe maybe it tears down a barrier of entry and then maybe somebody like said he 
gets in and says, oh, shoot, this actually is fun. Maybe I'll try it. Or maybe they just stick to the regular, the technological thing. Bro, that I'm is very like, interesting. I would look, because look, all these games, we already know are ripping off D&D, okay? Like Facts. Skyrim, all these fucking like action RPGs where you're leveling up and shit. We know where you got this from, okay? We know. <laughs> you're not slick. You ain't D&D. We know you're just ripping them off up and down, left and right, every fucking turn, okay? All these fantasy worlds and shit. Who do you think you are, Tolkien? No, you're not, okay? You're not. You can't win. We know where it comes from. So if they're going to reach in and be like, no, we're going to step into the digital side now. We got this shit. We know how to level characters. We know how character progression works. We know how, you know, enemies and shit. Like, if they step into this room, they're going to knock off a lot of people. Like, you ain't going to be able to copy them no more, boy, because they coming for real. Like, they they got all this shit. They got the lore. They got the characters. They got all these great enemies. They got all these great weapons. And, you know, like, I think it's a game changer. I do. They already started doing it lightly with like Neverwinter Nights and a couple mm-hmm. other things out there or D and D esque. But my my problem is like D and D was never the the Diablo esque loot dungeon crawling true. type fucking game. It was mm-hmm. it was the story. It was the the development of your character over the time. It was the the funny quirks you got to do to to the the convers the random conversations that just spring up out of nowhere, the spontaneity. And I feel like a lot of that is gonna get taken away for the gamifying aspect of oh we gotta we gotta do the we gotta kill this whole forest because <laughs> fuck the story. I wanna get the good shit. You know what I mean? And so I, I'm 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 that's why it's, my foot's halfway in the door. I could see the merits you. and I could see the Yeah. I'm I'm thinking too that so I wonder I'm curious as to what how this is gonna affect the role of the DM and I think that's kind of what's gonna make it or break it for me. True. Because D- D- yeah, Dungeon Dragons is a lot about the DM. I was thinking I'm like oh shoot it's not gonna be on paper anymore it's gonna be all these algorithms and like mm-hmm. okay I can live with that almost in my head but once you start taking power away from the DM is kind of where I'm like that's where I get a little sketched out and right, of course lot, you can always go back and play the older editions right. you can always go back and play the older editions they're not taking it away um which i mean i've i've played the older editions you know that's uh, you know you just could be for whatever reason um and so yeah I, i'm just curious how this is going to affect the power of the dm it's a good I mean, the GM at will could just be like all right i don't like that rule fuck it and just throw it out versus exactly. like, you're gonna be in this system yeah are you gonna be able to do that on the fly or, is it gonna be or like, a drop in drop out rule system is it gonna be like how are they gonna really get one of that? my favorite aspect one of my favorite things to ever happen like in dm is like or, or in dm in dungeon dragons is like you're sitting there with your friends and your friends like i'm gonna roll a perception check and you're just like dude we do not we do not have time for you to roll a perception. i'm gonna roll a perception check and then they roll like and the 20 and the dm's like uh you see into the future and yeah it's yeah, like you know <laughs> it's just like, out some shit. like yeah and you're like and oh okay all right your okay. character has a seizure on the ground and he foresees the oracle of the you know yeah yeah, yeah. really good it's dm you can really the play, DM, yeah the dm's just like scene. jesus fucking you know Christ. I mean? okay yeah oh of course he rolled it okay uh um oh and he has yeah so that's great uh yeah we'll see you know we'll see yeah we will see else. I'm, we'll I'm, give it a shot. That's on my radar now, bro, because I did not hear about that. So thank you for bringing that up. That's uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, I figure if I'm going to have my story, I'm going to come correct. You know? <laughs> all right. Goose, so you, you want to go next or you want me to go? No, no, the guests. You know, we got to let the all guests right, go first. Right. Okay. So I did find a story. I uh, I was like, how do I keep this about in the gaming world? I know I technically don't have to, but uh, I want to keep it related to the gaming world. I'll stick on the theme of the podcast. Um. 
so I, I couldn't find like an act. I was just trying to find like an actual story uh, coming from this company, but I've, I've heard many stories coming up uh, in the past because there's a lot of movement being made on this, this front. And it's a front that I'm involved in. Um, so the, the tactical gaming sphere is at a real interesting place. Um, mm. And let me elaborate on that. When I say tactical gaming, I'm not talking about call of duty or even like, like I'm not talking about like age of empire or anything like that. Like, yeah, not like, not even, not like that. More like the, there are people designing games right now that are very, very good military style simulators. Um, I'll preface this with, yeah, I was in the military for six years. I never went to war. I didn't kick anybody's door down, shoot anybody in the face. I worked with a lot of people that did. I just didn't. That just is not something I ever did. So I'm not trying to claim I'm anything else. Uh, something I'm not, but I, I am familiar with the world. Uh, and I've had a lot of, you know, training and training in reality are very different things, but I've been through a lot of the training of that kind of stuff. And there's a company out there called Chimera RX, and they're doing a lot of work right now with VR um, and like immersive VR for tactical training, everything from like local law enforcement to to military. Um, it's an, like pretty affordable relative um, training tool. And it's obviously not perfect. No training tool is going to be perfect, but they're doing a lot of really, really great work. So that Chimera RX company they have like, you know, like you put out the VR glasses, they have like a rifle you hold or pistol or whatever, and you can have multiple weapons um, and they run you through scenarios, realistic scenarios designed by their company who does an awesome job. And then guys like Travis Haley, if you're big in the tactical space, you know who he is. He's like a big proponent of them. Um, it's it's kind of close to me, like, because one, the military, and I, I know guys that use this stuff. And then I also do like, I train with some law enforcement um, and some military guys back in the day, like I train the combative training hand-to-hand -hand stuff. So this is like that I can do pretty cheap and pretty effectively, you know, having people like literally like, I'm like, okay, you know, dude comes at you with a knife. Here's what you do. And here's how you do the basic manipulated human body and all that. But with the tactical training, it's always tough because you have to take a group of guys. You have to go out to a place. You have to have actors. You have to have either simunitions or like laser system with this. It's like, they're doing a lot of, they're developing a lot of really cool training. And, and this applies not just to like high level military training. It comes all the way down to, there's a couple companies out there. Um, I think Killhouse Games make Door Kickers too. That game, uh, yeah, Spec knows. It. Yeah, like I've I love that game, and it's like a really interesting CQB simulator. It's a perfect no, but like you can't get through that game without using some sort of like realistic tactical knowledge, and then you can learn quickly why certain things don't work, why certain things work. Um, so I was gonna focus on the Camara RX, but like the whole the whole tactical gaming industry is at a really interesting place right now and if you oh, if anybody yeah. that's listening is interested i would i'm gonna shut up in a second but if anybody that's interesting is listening <laughs> I, I highly recommend checking out a guy uh he's got a podcast and he's got uh, a great youtube channel he's called controlled pairs he's uh, another veteran who um he understands the space and he he plays the tactical games and he most of the time is like walking you through the tactical game like here's why i'm making this decision here's what this game does well here's what you know they're they're lacking on whatever nothing's gonna be perfect but uh, it just had a really, really interesting space, and I'm, I'm, I'm really like, I'm really kind of following this trajectory, everything from a training tool to just guys like me who have these skills and kind of want to continue using them. But you know, fortunately, I live in a society where I don't need to go kick down somebody's door and shoot them in the face right now. Right. So I, I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> but if I can just keep that skill sharp, you know, I, I still do some training on that uh, that type of thing. But uh, if I could keep keep it sharp by just doing it in the virtual world, uh, it's 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 been a lot of fun, and I think it's really useful. Yeah, it'd be nice not to have there. to clear my own house for the 90th fucking time. <laughs> you know, like, 
No, that's, there's only that's so many cool. times you clear the inside of your own house, folks. Just saying. And <laughs> let's just be real. Like simulations have been going on. You know, war games and simulations have been a thing for a very long time. Oh yeah. And I think especially if you talk about uh, pilot training, people who do that kind of thing, mm-hmm. their simulations are up there because they have to be. You know, all Correct. the controls are right there in front of them. The screens are up. You're in this little the module. Whole cockpit look, is a yeah, the whole cockpit. Yeah, the whole thing is just simmed out to perfection because it has to be. And you know, we see and even talking about when you want to talk about gaming and simulation. You know, we got racing sims, and now VR mm-hmm. headsets are making those racing sims. They're bringing those to another level. I and mean, we already had the little force feedback wheels. We already got the chairs that move. Now we got the headsets that come on. You're in the car, and because it's such a one-to-one movement, it really does it can prepare you for a real vehicle in a lot of ways. So yeah, that kind of simulation is, is being gamified for sure, but it's also important as well. So yeah, I think, I mean, we're moving into a different kind of future with VR and AR. It's going to be mm-hmm. a different kind of world here pretty soon. I'm not sure exactly how soon, cause everything is still like kind of like inaccessible as far as like money, but when it comes, it's going to hit like a ton of bricks. Like you ain't going to be able to move without having to like interface with some kind of graphical thing somewhere. Like it's going to be wild. And yeah, that is pretty cool. I mean, I've, I've never really followed the military side of it, but the simulation side of it, I have always been interested in because that's, you know, graphics and you know, mm-hmm. trying to, that's create, a great point. Yeah. Trying to create that. Real I mean, even world. if you look at the stuff, go ahead. Sorry. No, sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, I, I uh, your podcast. I, uh, I, uh, fuck. Now I forgot what I was going to cut him off, and I don't even remember what I was going to say. Oh, the okay. So yeah, the mil- the the, sim- the simulator thing. It's uh, yeah. I mean, like if you think about it, the military has actually been using that simulation technology for a long time. Like you said, with pilots, like mm-hmm. they have giant. Like I've seen them in real life. Like they're these giant, like I don't know, like rooms, I guess, and they're on like these these pivot things. Uh, you can see them on YouTube. No, this isn't like top secret information. This is just like, and it's like there's just the guy's got screens around them and then they have all their controls and you know i've never been in one but like um we even used uh we used simulators in humvees we were doing like like for yeah, like convoy role, training we did um, sims and right. yeah we did the roles um that's that's kind of like that that didn't have any like video i'm trying to think of like screen wise but they have like ones oh, where okay. like you know you're driving down some town and, um yeah so it's very interesting the it the is. simulation technology i think maybe it's at the point now where people are the technology is at the point where you can actually utilize it as a, um, you know, a, a effectively as a, um, as a training tool for like one-on-one, like a, a person level, not a vehicle level. Now it's getting down to the person level where you can put some correct. goggles on and have this little fake gun. You can, you know, like, yeah, yeah it's, roll, run around that little ball or whatever the hell that they have, or the, not a, it's not a ball, but it's like, you know, they have like that concave little stand that you stand on and then you have the, you're surrounded by the little railings and you can kind of oh, run in place. Yeah. That type of thing too. To where you could, that's how you move. Yes. Yeah, man, I seen I've that. seen those and they have the omnidirectional treadmills now too. I mean, it's getting there, man. It's getting crazy. <laughs> we getting there. Bro, what do you do? I'm just a gamer. You know, he's just like, <laughs> just some bro. buff dude. <laughs> I just oh, game, man. That's all I do. Just fit as fuck. <laughs> do a real life slide cancels for real and shit. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, I think it's really cool. I think, uh, yeah, like a lot of, and a lot of those games come out. They're just fun. Like, it's just like, it's fun to like, um, 
there's a game called Ground Branch out there that I've been uh, nagging oh, yeah. a couple of our other friends yeah, to get. Nobody ever freaking got it. Because uh, it's like, it's this team tactical game that like, yeah, you can play it by yourself, but it be, really behooves you to play with a team. And it's like legit tactical. Like, I keep saying the word tactical, but like, you know, you have to coordinate. I have to be able to communicate. I have to, you know, you can you can learn things like shoot, move, and communicate. You can move, you can learn things like, uh, like even just how to like pie off a door. It really like basic. And of course, there's no substitution for the real thing, but it's like, if you can learn these kind of like basic level skills in a game setting, just having fun with your friends, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's cool. And it's, 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 it's really cool to see where they're at. It's in my cool defense, Goose, my laptop could barely handle Pornhub. So I could, I could only <laughs> assume that I wouldn't be able to deal with whatever ground branch that's, is going to be throwing. That's at fair. Me, so. That's fair. I also need a new computer. I need a new PC. All right. Yeah, we all got to upgrade. All, all right. right. So uh, I guess yeah, it's that's my fine. story. I guess yes, it's my sir. story now. What you got? Well, we already know what's coming up here, boys. I mean, we already uh -oh. know. Politics. What? No, I already told you. <laughs> tying tying sorry, my game to my story. Yes, um, let's hear it. I like it. So the story is about Saints Row reboot flopping horribly and pissing oh, everyone no. off. <laughs> yeah, that's the story. That's this right. Time. It did release. Wait, are you serious? I, that that just it happened? Did, it did. It flop. did just happen. Yeah. And I, I, I don't I know why. I haven't been investigating it on that end, but I just do. I do from what I've heard so far. Like people are not oh, pleased. People are not happy at all. They totally fucked up the game completely. They didn't even care. How it's, so? It's like they didn't even play the second or third game. Like the third game is a great game. It's yes, fun. It was. The fourth game was even, even though it was a head scratcher. There was a lot of those crazy shit going on. Hey, the crazier the better for me. Four, right. Number four was one of my favorites. Oh, that's my what God. I'm saying. It still had a place for people because it was like, this is getting crazy. This is getting nuts. But people went with it, dude. It's like they didn't even care. Characters oh, man, aside, sad. they just it. It's it just feels so dated and it just felt so bad. It looked so ugly. It was so buggy. And they just it, they ripped all the soul away from the saints, and they just gave us this dead open world. And yeah, I don't know what took them so long to even make it. Like that's a game someone can make in like a year. Like now, just, who put did the same people who put out um what was it, what THQ and Volition were the ones yeah. that did um the regular the original Saints Row game. Yeah. So who who did this one? Same same people. Same people. Yeah. Same people just, just completely disregarded just completely their, their work. fucked it up. I don't know how. I don't know how you go from being a beloved franchise to saying, hey, let's reboot it, which is like, great. We loved the earlier games to actually fucking it up to the point where no one likes it. Like, how does this happen? I mean, and, you know, I don't like remakes. I don't like reboots. You know, they're always remaking something that doesn't need to be remade. They just remastered the first Last of Us, which is like, it looks identical. You know, <laughs> they remastered fucking, uh, what was it, Resident Evil 4, which is like, Resident Evil 4 is, a you know, it's a completely fine looking game. What are you doing? They're going to remaster Skyrim again at some point. Oh, so. God, no! Like, <laughs> you know they like, are. You know they, they are. They probably will at some point. I already know they're going to fucking remaster it somewhere. But I told you, they, Skyrim and Elder Scrolls 6, they're going to make it happen. They took a beloved franchise that people were looking for, and people are begging them to remaster the second one. It's just like, just remake the second one. 
He loves so that wait, one. wait, was this a remake of the first one? Like they they took it's, the story of the first one and they kind of no, because I didn't no. follow any of the press for this. No, so it is a reboot. It it's a reboot. Okay. So there's new characters, new place, new saints, new everything. And they just didn't give any of the characters. They didn't make any of the characters interesting. Like the customization is still there. So you can have these wacky looking characters in this world. But everything else is so cookie cutter, boring and dry that people are like, why did you even do it? Why did you waste our time? Why did you waste your time? Why did you, why did you ruin this thing that we all loved? Like, <laughs> And so I guess for my story, I, I really have a question that's like, for you guys and for the audience, what happens? What happened to gaming? What, how did we get to this point where... Money. Dude, there's money. no way... Stop. There's no way they could have <laughs> thought that they were going to make money off of this, okay? If you look at the state of the game and what it is and what they release, this is not something that a AAA studio or even a A studio releases and thinks that they're going to fucking make money off of it. That ain't it! That ain't the answer. Like, it ain't money. Something's going on. This isn't about I money anymore. I do feel we like think... Everything... Oh, sorry. Ghost. Okay. Uh, yeah. I was just going to say, do we think that maybe they thought they were so confident and we could release whatever we want and these people, because it's got the Saints Row title... I- I'm just saying, like, just bit, like uh, maybe like trying to tie the two ideas together. Maybe Bro. they're just like, people are going to pay. It's called Saints Row. We're going to make a quick buck off of it. Like, do you, is that a possibility? I don't know the, the world at all. So if, you know, is that maybe a possibility? They would be so foolish. Because, I mean, you've okay. seen what happens when bad games come out. People roast them alive. They just completely, like, tear them limb from limb and leave them bleeding. Like, there's no way you could think, like, well, we can get away with it. No, you can't. The scrutiny is That's- so high. The expectations are so high. There's no way you think we can just rest on our laurels. We can just. You know. mm. That's not a responsible thought when you have shareholders. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's fair. <laughs> I, I agree. I, 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 and it's, you, you make a good point. The gaming community is not exactly known for their, uh, you know, be, being nice about those kind of things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's no way they're, not, they're unforgiving. There's no way they would think yeah, like, well, well, they'll, they'll be all right with it. Dude, not when you release dog shit. So, no, I, I I can't say that it's just money anymore. Because now we're at a point where it's getting insulting. Like, to us as consumers and to their shareholders. It's like, do you not respect your own product enough to try to make money for the people who are backing you? Like, something's going on here. Mm. This is this is reaching a different kind of level at this point. And, I mean, it's like you got all this talent. You got people who are trying to get into the industry and trying to make good games and trying to do good things. And you release this. What's happening? Like, what do you mm. think, Spec? I want to hear what you got to say about this. Because you played Saints Row. You liked it. Yeah. I uh, Two, three, um, the four, and then the the get out of hell. I even tried that. The, the little expansion <laughs> that came out for four. Like I, yeah. I had fun with all of them. You know, they were great games. They had a soul. You know, they were, they finally were like, I'm not being GTA anymore. Especially after three, I felt right. like they were like, Yep, yeah, no, we're definitely not GTA. We're our own creature, and I commend them for it. But I feel like now it's we see it with what's going on with mm-hmm. the comic book industry, Disney, mm-hmm. Marvel. You know, the, well, I already said comic book, but we we see it there where they're just kind of doing like, all right, designed by numbers. And what, what do we like? Because it's like, I'm not to say strictly money, 
but there's no more artists in the industry anymore because all the artists got their fucking soul squashed out of them because you got to mm. have the, the crunch, the deadlines, the we want. Oh, we it, we could see the merits of your project of what you're bringing to it, but is it gonna bring us a bajillion dollars? You can't secure that, then you're fired. Or like you know, I mean, they have the corporate. It's all corporatized. Art is think- dead. Do you think there's no more artists in the industry or that the artists aren't uh, that the artists get squashed maybe at those bigger corporate things, but you got to look at like somewhere else to find them. There's definitely out there. Cause okay. look at games like absolver that came out where they were a, a, a studio that came out and they were like, yo, like we're, we're going to put out this thing. And it was one of the best sort of indie style games that I've ever played. Big okay, shout out to not, slow clap. Yeah. Big shout out to slow clap. They put out Seafood absolver. After that. I'm going to write it down. Yeah, Absolver. You got to pick. You got to build your own fighting style, essentially. Like it was like they, they got to crap, and they really they took the time where you could have like the little Meyer Square. I call it because of the sword and learning sword. You had the Meyer Square, learning learning all the cuts and, and defenses, and they kind of had like the same backup. Like, all right, what are you gonna throw from your front from your front stance? Uh, left hand out, front stance, right hand out, back stance. You know, and they had like you could build your move set. You could you know figure out how to bring it into the pvp environment you know they they really did put a lot of effort into that not so much the whole there wasn't much of a story but the the game itself was good you know the the mm. concept the execution it was phenomenal and and that was their first game and that was their, that first, was their game. first game yeah their first one their their virgin run was was they, uh, a, a hit you know nice. so they watched uh, or they they borrowed half a million dollars from some company in france and they made their game. It took them a couple of years to put it out there, but they did it. And they got a return of, I think it was at least $30 million on that game, or it was wow. like $28 million or something like that. So a half-million-dollar investment, you turn around and make $30 mil. Like, that's wow. a great return. But but they were a small company that didn't have a lot of shareholders telling them what they didn't have a lot of oversight from CEO, CEO. You know, they didn't have that. I feel like they were able to be more free with what they wanted to do, and they had the vision that wasn't stepped on and crunched and fucking twisted into some nightmare mm-hmm. end result. So, yeah, partially I'm going to say money because it's I mean, the corporatization uh... of gaming kind of really mm-hmm. makes it harder for the people that want to go out there and be able to oh, successfully produce the games that were able to be produced before. Look at the games we have Bro, before. I'm just, I'm just going to push back on the money thing a little bit because, like I said, they they have to know they can't make money if they release dog shit though. That's the problem. It's like you you know this isn't gonna sell anything. Just like no, this is fine. You know this is gonna piss people off. Like How can you design by the numbers? They did it by the number. They didn't expect the backlash because they thought, well, the numbers, the metrics, the the we're gonna design uh, this by the whole formula. The formula speaks success because look at what it's kind of like. How many times can we play the same fucking game over and over again? They did it with Assassin's Creed. You know, for to a certain extent, they did it, or, or Ubisoft in general did it to the whole thing. Oh, oh my God, big open world! What a shock! Have to go clear each region. What a shock! Oh, there's collectibles. What a shock! Like, but they designed by numbers. They designed by this is what our games have. This is the formula we've been using. Keep putting it out, even if it pisses people off. We're gonna come up with a roadmap, and the roadmap well, will hopefully be able to fix things. Like, you know what I mean? They're just lazy with it. So I don't know. If it's that, it could be. I don't know this industry very well. 
But I'm thinking about just like basic cost benefit analysis. And yes, I've been in business school for one week, so I'm going to use these terms. Um, so, <laughs> Go for it, bro. So oh, this, look is, out. this is actually a good uh, this is a, a good person to have then. Yeah, yeah. No, well, I mean, again, I've been in for one week. Uh, I know nothing, but more so uh, than I. So, but basic cost benefit analysis, right? So, like, I- even if they knew we're going to put this game out and it's going to flop, and uh, maybe not, it's going to flop, but like they're like, okay, we know it's not perfect. We know we're probably going to get some backlash. However, they, you know, they, they do as businesses weigh these kind of things out. Like, okay, yeah, we're going to get some backlash, but are we going to make enough to kind of like say like, okay, we're going to get some backlash, but you know, maybe it's worth it. Maybe they never plan on making another Saints Row game again. <laughs> they think, how can you know, they know? <laughs> so, but I'm, yeah, exactly. Like they don't have to, maybe they made their, their, their chunk of money on this. They made their money back. They got their profits. They were like, all right, halfway cool. through development. They're like, all right, we're fucked. We might as well just go. We might as well just break even. Well, no. Right? I mean that um, it's possibility, but also like if did they make money on this? Like did they actually like did they get out more than they invested? Because if they um, did, then they they achieved their goal. Like yeah, they may have not like said he said set themselves up for long term success because now they're going to come out the next Saints Row and people aren't going to be thinking about Saints Row two and three. They're going to be thinking about this last piece of crap that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so maybe they they fucked themselves in the long run, but maybe this was a short term play. I, I'm just saying there could be a million things. I don't know. I don't know the no. industry. You guys know more than I do. I'm, sure I'm just trying to think of like reasons. just as a general business philosophy. No, you're right. There's I'm sure there's a ton of reasons, and that is a possibility. They just they just wanted to get back whatever they put into it. The it sunk may, cost yeah. policy. I mean, yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Could be. He said, uh, he said he's at business school too. He knows well, more than I did I'm going in. Trying to, I'm trying to start my own business too. So yeah, got to be up on these things. But yeah, that's 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 my story. Saints Row. Well, what do you think, Sonny? What, what's uh, your do you think that they had any idea going in? Do you think they were, you, were or like, did you see the signs? Because you were following it pretty close, right? I was following it. I was excited. I, I was going to buy it. I was going to game share it with you. I was going to have us run around in there, you know, doing whatever they do. And I was following it closely enough to be like, okay, this seems like it could be fun. But they didn't release enough information, you know. They were trying to trying to hide, I guess, the, the stink <laughs> of the whole crap <laughs> that they released. They're just uh, like, oh, it's we, gonna be we've awesome. We've also been Trust hit us. though with sleeper hits in the past as well, so we couldn't really, I guess, True. hold that to a metric of, oh, it didn't, not a lot of press, equally gonna suck, you know? Because there was no, other, but like, the hype, dude. You know about the hype cycle, and Saints Row is a big franchise. There's right. no way they they would hide so much from us i think and i don't know i was excited for it i was excited just because of the old games you know like goose was saying the older games is what i was thinking of but now if they want to release another one i'm gonna be thinking of that bullshit bad so, taste in your mouth yeah mm-hmm. i don't know man i really don't know i can't say i just i just know that they fucked up like <laughs> that's the story they fucked up <laughs> yeah end of the day that's what happened they done Basically. goofed. Oh wow! Yeah, it's really sad for me because I loved it, but yes, guess we just gotta move on from that now. Uh, you guys know the time more than I do because I lagged out. But we're uh, looking because I already I'm I'm an hour in. I assume we got about forty five no, minutes before. Okay, we got about half. An yeah, hour it's it's. Yeah, it says it's about an hour thirty, and we lost probably about I don't know ten fifteen minutes, maybe. Okay. So that'll work. Oh, this will be fun editing for sure. Uh, all right, so let's throw <laughs> out uh, the die good for, time. Our, for our next one. Yeah, good practice. Yeah. All right.
right. We got 18. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh damn. We kind of went over this a little bit, but uh, we can do it again. I'm fine with that. Number 18 is work or job related things. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, so, actually, uh, we could relate that to gaming. So, or no, Goose, what do you got with this? Yeah, no, I was thinking like it, it's not necessarily gaming, but it's in the technology sphere, um, kind of game. So, I since getting out, I you know I have a couple different jobs, um, kind of working part time while I'm going to school, and one of them is I'm a personal trainer, and I work for this company right now. Um, I don't know if I should say their name on here, but they're re- I mean they're good. It, yeah, I'm just, I'm only gonna say positive things about them. It's called Classic Fit. Um, and they're like basically this app that hosts, well, they're, they're not, they have an app. I should say the company is a personal training company that works, uh, a lot through this app. And so basically what the personal training company is, is if you want to, just like any other personal training company, if you want personal training, you contact them, they assign you a trainer or you can pick your trainer, however you want to do it. Um, so what I do is I go to people's houses or apartments or apartment gyms or wherever it, it, the, the kind of the benefit of this company is that we come to you. So I go and I meet my clients. Mm-hmm. We have the training sessions. Long, convoluted story for way. We have this app um, that we use, and it's freaking amazing. I I don't know. Like, this this app is, like, in my – and I'm pretty heavily involved in the fitness game. This app is, like, game changer. It is I, – I basically what happens is, you know, I'm your trainer, so I get put in your phone as your trainer. I have all your stats up. I have all your whatever. I have everything I want. I can take your height, weight, progress photos. We do measurements. We do everything. You can see that. I can see that. We go in. We do a workout. I program in the workout. I build the workouts in the app. I show you. I put them on your calendar. Hey, we're doing this workout this day. I show up. We do the workout. I put it in. And then I'm like, hey, we're not meeting tomorrow, but I want you to do this workout. So then they go in the app. They put their numbers in. And they can, once they do that enough, they can see their progression. They can see the progression of the, whatever they're trying to track. Height, weight. They're not height. I can't train people to get taller, but uh, <laughs> you know the, the size of their biceps, whatever they're trying. You know, some a lot of dudes. That's what they want to track, and then they can see the progression of like, oh, hey, you know, this used to, I used to only be able to do this with twenty pounds. Now I can do it with thirty. And so I don't know. I've just been like raving about this app because I started working with this company about like two months ago, and this app is is fantastic. So there's my oh, work cool. and job related stuff. Bro, it sounds that's like awesome. gamifying fitness. That's exactly yes. That that's why I wanted to bring it up. It's literally like you, you literally, there's achievements in the app. I, I don't know if I can oh. show you without um, showing somebody else's personal information. Which I don't want to do. unlocked. Actually, it's just you guys. So this isn't Swole going in the videos. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, this isn't, since this isn't, this video is not going to be broadcast. I'll just, uh, I'll pull up one of my, and I'll just leave his name out of here, even on the video. But you can see like, these are, sorry, it's hard to see. Let me turn the brightness down on my phone. Um, but you can see like, yeah, he's got like achievements there um, and everything. And, you know, so everything is just in there. But yeah, it's definitely mm-hmm. gamifying fitness in that literally like this achievement was, oh yeah, there's goals. Um, these are like the lists of achievements, the categories and whatnot. It's kind of a newer guy, so it doesn't have that much. But uh, yeah, like longest run, uh, 10 workouts completed, new new max reps on this. It's cool. It's really cool. Yeah. I mean, the gamification of a lot of things is coming, man. Like, because mm-hmm. um, it's it creates. I don't know if you've heard of this before, but there's this there's this thing called flow. And Fiore. Flow, oh flow yeah. Flow is something that they want people to hit 
everywhere now. Yep. They want you to hit it when you're working out. They want you to hit it when you're work at work as well. So they're trying to create more opportunities for people to get into these flow states because that's when you're at your most productive most creative and you know that's one of the moment when time starts flying by and you don't even notice what you're doing and you're just you know you're just progressing like that's the flow state so gaming has a way of bringing people into this flow state so they're trying to understand gaming more and push it into other areas to try to get people to achieve this state because it's when people are most happiest and most productive and most creative so yeah, gamifying things is it's gonna keep happening everywhere, and uh, yeah, oh yeah, it for is sure, important. it's important. That uh, I've heard, uh, I think it was uh, on the Lex Friedman podcast. He was uh, talking about talking about that for like coders. Um, actually, mm-hmm. fun fact: Lex Friedman and I, he got his black belt at the jujitsu gym that I train at. Uh, hey. fun fact, if you're if you're a Lex Friedman fan, Balance Balance Studios in uh, Philadelphia, but uh, he uh, he was talking about that like he like shuts everything down you know like when he's ready to code and just gets into that flow state and goes you know i went for a run the other day first run i've done in a long time the first run of any distance i've done in a long time and that's i mean i'm not a huge runner but that's what i like about running is you get that you know that their brain just starts like you said time starts going by a little faster you kind of forget what you're doing you're just kind of in in your own head and it's interesting interesting spot i think you know in running they call it a runner's high but it's the same thing right it's something they're trying to bring into the workplace now, which is a little scary. Like, I don't know how they, they <laughs> I know it's a little weird, but they are trying to get people to achieve this state at work, which is like, uh, I don't know how that's going to work. Cause people usually hate their fucking jobs, but good luck. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good luck. yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's a way to make people more productive or enjoy the work day more. I don't know, but yeah. enjoying work more would be yeah. nice. Wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'm fortunate that I have jobs that I enjoy right now, but um, yeah, obviously everybody's not in that, that case. If you can figure out a way to kind of gamify what people are doing, you know, maybe more quote unquote mundane tasks, maybe it'll help. Oh, it'll definitely help. There's a lot of repetitive mundane and just hard work out there that could benefit from. I think being more gamified. I remember. What do you got? You You got something to say. I just I remember making a joke about this at work because I work in the in in the human service field uh, for uh, I'm in somewhat medical I, I I'm kind of like a a professional ass wiper you'd call me so, <laughs> so horrible like, I, well no like all right so I take care of the developmentally disabled need some of that flow state <laughs> you know and a lot of these guys you know they need help doing a lot of things and it's and especially because they're an old an older population a lot of them are in adult diapers and a lot of having accidents so like and that's a that's reality so i was i remember one day making a joke of like you know like showing off the the people who were like how many the the over your head like how many diapers did we change today like how you know we, you got that like number up there how are we gonna get them numbers off there's a rookie ass number you know what i mean like I don't know. <laughs> but like oh, i'm God. just trying to feel because like i said there there's a good and a bad to everything where like a like the gamification of some stuff is a great thing because it'll help people hit that flow. So it'll help people get the track their progress, especially because like they want to see the progress. And so it's so hard to, to, you know, when you're stuck in your own head, like I was like, it was really hard to see the, the growth that you made. So like having it physically, not physically, but having it like kind of in front of you to like, Oh, look at where you actually come. Like you actually have the stats here, like a game, like, a, like your character progress. Like that's a really mm-hmm. good way to keep people in it. 
but now I'm just thinking like how how could it be used in a bad way and how could because like I said like it, there's like a, there's an invasion of privacy that could be coming into some sort of things. It, oh, it yeah, more, that's true too. Yeah, it, it could be. But more they already so own your ass anyway when you're at work, so it's not like what privacy? You don't have any privacy at work. Like what are you talking about? <laughs> They're oh, tracking true. you up and true. down, left and right, every every step you take in that place. They know what you're doing, where you are. They want to know how long you took a bathroom break. Okay, like they they know everything. They <laughs> that's why I always no go when I get to work because I'm gonna get paid. <laughs> right? If I'm pooping on if I'm pooping, I'm pooping on the clock, baby. That's how that works. <laughs> but, um, oh my god, that's so funny. Well, it's... yeah, no. Uh, so work related things for me. Yeah, no, I would, I would definitely see the merits of like it will classify like it'll be easier to track because we do have to have these progress reports for us like that are quarterly you know like how dependability and knowledge knowledge of information you know how you are with the guys how you are your attendance like like all that shit is tracked in in some abstract fucking system that's so being able to kind of upgrade that system into a more like personalize like okay you can actually see where your stats are and see how you you know it kind of put you up against the rest of the folks you know maybe not give them like a detail but like maybe put you on like a bar graph type deal right. like where your progress is versus the like the highest working person in your fucking building I mean, and that they, way you can- they have these things especially in fast food um or they're always checking your numbers you know they want to see but that that's the bad way to do it though you know yeah, they were like, no, we gotta get our times down. We need to hurry up. You know, that's like hustling people trying to fucking like sweat. Right, and that's there. what I'm saying. How can it be abuse to the fact from the employer oh. side? Like, okay, I like, guess the way it's doing now. See this, you know, yeah, you you see how this is. We gotta get that. You gotta get that thing here versus like a, a nice little competitive sort of thing. So uh, yeah, so when it's for yourself, it's a great thing. But when it's used, I guess, in a against your coworkers and against like a system where they could definitely use it to run you into the ground. Yeah, right. maybe not so much a good thing. Hmm. So that would, you know, and that that, I don't balance. know, yeah, a balance. There is a balance that could be had here to where it could go. And but for, I, for my work, I guess, Javelin, I think that's 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 where I'm at. I don't know. I can't really see a, a way to do it successfully because I have a very analog type old school. We're dinosaurs. We still use pen and paper for a lot of stuff. Every job right. that I've worked in my life, it's been like old school. Like you sign in, sign out, like all that. Yeah, there's not really the the punch a clock, see the graph with the metric. There wasn't really much of that so like I, i'm just used to the the archaic ways of life you know i, I haven't <laughs> even when i was doing line cook shit it was all just old school get the slips out motherfucker like doesn't matter like shut up and get to work essentially like that's really all that mattered to me growing up what do you yeah, got that, that is a good point um i don't know we already know i'm i consider myself these days a full-time entrepreneur um I'm always reaching out. It's an interesting way to say you're broke. I mean, yes, I am broke. <laughs> I'm I just am broke with you. No, it's true. I'm I'm fucking broke and talentless, so that's where I'm at right now. And I, but you I got a mission. Job, you got. I do have a mission. I do have a mission. Yeah, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm going through a uh, a lot of motions trying to get people and collaborate and trying to get people around me to understand what I'm trying to do so I can onboard people mm-hmm. that are smarter than me. So that's kind of the job of the founder is what I'm learning. You're you're a founder, so that means you need to go out and find the things that you need to make this successful. So, oh, I found a program. Oh, I found a space where we can work. Oh, I found some money so we can fund this. Oh, I found... So that's 
yes, I am broke. You're right. <laughs> but I'm okay. I'm hopefully going to find the things I need to get this done. And uh you know, I'm learning a lot. I'm doing a lot and you know it's it's been an interesting journey. You know, I've never tried to strike out on my own and build something on my own before. You guys, you guys have started a business before. So I guess you might be more used to this journey but for me i'm just starting on this and trying to build something for myself so it's it's very different and you know yeah trying to make a game that's that's my job right now is trying to make this game happen so that was um, very interesting what you said about being a founder hmm. that that i've never heard it put like that before but that's that is dead on yeah you're right you're finding people you're finding uh you know product you're finding the space you're finding everything that is true so interesting i've never heard that put that way before that's a really good insight that's a really good way to look at it (laughs) i'm Um, doing my homework bro i'm I'm out here i'm talking to these people i'm speaking their language yeah all about well there's a difference you know we've all been broke i mean i'm not exactly swimming in it right now either but like it's kind of like the idea of like you're you're putting in the sacrifice now of of maybe some money so you can work towards something that you eventually are going to achieve um achieve that goal you're putting in the work now you put in the sacrifice to to get your to, to your goal no no goal worth having comes without sacrifice so sure. it's 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 monetary sacrifice sacrificing your time sacrificing your time with your family sac you know there's all, the list goes on but yeah you're broke a little bit right now but you got a vision and you're actually working towards it you're not just some broke motherfucker on the side of the street doing nothing you got a vision sure. you want to build this game board thing or this, this gaming company game board jesus christ I'm old. but uh you're <laughs> trying to build this this gaming company you're doing a podcast you're, you're you're doing it you're you're out there doing it so i think there's a difference obviously i made that joke about you being broke i, I wasn't intended to be offensive or anything it was oh, just no. like when i say if i tell people i'm an entrepreneur it's just like okay cool that's interesting like i've never i don't know what you do so you're you, you probably got nothing going on and then people will say that and then you'll be saying that they'll be saying that for about 10 years and then you're gonna put in the work for like 10 years or however long it takes and then one day people are gonna be like, "Oh, dude, you're an overnight success." And you're just like, "Hey, motherfucker, what? I've been yeah. I've been broke for ten years." <laughs> like, like, I don't think so, motherfucker. Yeah, no, but that that's how it goes. People, are like, oh, that just got overnight success, and it's just like, dude, I've been working at this yeah, for no I've been working success. at this forever. That's yeah. Sorry, right. went exactly off on a little inspirational champ, but no. I'm, I'm, it's that's, uh, that's, it's that's I think it's the truth. truth. It is. Yeah, well, we talked last uh, might have been last night or a couple nights ago where we were talking about imposter syndrome. And it's, mm. when you find yourself in these positions and you're like, am I doing this? Can I do this? And it's like, bro, <laughs> like I had the same thoughts when I was starting off the fire. Well, like you said, you know, the story, but goose hasn't heard it. But I was, when I got the first episode out, you know, it was like, I was like yeah, I was showing it off to a couple of people. You know, you know, after you told me it was good, I was like, all right, cool. Now I can actually show it to the world. So people won't just <laughs> laugh at my face. <laughs> so like when I was telling my I, friends, so, like, I had you know, known I had that in. much power. Oh yeah. You fucking, you <laughs> fucked up. You fucked up majorly. <laughs> but no, I was telling, you know, one of my coworkers about it and I was just like, right, it's not much now, but you know, it's just something out there. It's like, Hey man, like you're, it's one more podcast than everyone else in this fucking building's ever made. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's a goddamn fact. All right, never looked at it like that. And and also for SETI, like we just saying to you, and I'll tell it to the people now. It's like, yeah, like I don't see anyone else sitting in these fucking meetings, uh, having these time slots with these fucking people, trying to track them down, trying to. I don't know the 
Mm -mm. Like the the meetings that you've been, the people that you've been sitting across from that mm -hmm. have the access to these funds that are just like, hmm, tell me more about this thing. Like you, that's right. you, man. You've been in the front lines the whole time. So like I, I that whole impossible. Yeah, like the feeling is legitimate because it's a feeling that we all get. But like you gotta learn, like you know, no, I am doing this because no one else is fucking doing this. For sure. Well, at least no one else that you are like you know that you know. Is doing this. Not this exact this chat thing. Room. People are Man. people are all doing their own thing. They're all trying to make their own way. But yes, this thing specifically is you know we all have our own thing. So yeah, I'm I'm working at this thing. Yeah, and that uh, it's just that that comes back to like what you it just comes back to like what you were saying about I don't see anybody else here. I don't see anybody else doing this. So I'm just going to do it. I, I feel like I've had imposter syndrome with literally everything I've ever done in my entire life. And that is not an exaggeration that like, oh, no. when I was, when I was in undergrad, I felt like I was like, I don't belong here when I was even like as a barista, I'm like watching my friends that are much better baristas than me that I'm like, Oh my God, like, what am I, they're going to find me out. Like I can, I can't make this latte, like, you know, whatever. And actually expect us. We have some friends that are like, highly highly talented barista i mean i'm talking shout out jitterbus shout out shout out to the jitterbus uh and 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 like and aj by proxy and paul and dan and like all those guys they are i mean they are cream of the crop like everybody will tell you paul paul is just one of the most talented baristas and so i'm working with him and i'm like oh geez do i belong here i get in the military and i'm working with these bad motherfuckers who are going like kicking down terrorist doors and and i'm like oh cool like i don't like i don't belong here even in jujitsu you know i'm I'm there and I'm, I teach, I teach a jujitsu. I teach an intro to jujitsu class and I still, I'm like, I can't believe these people are listening to me. Like <laughs> <laughs> that, that imposter syndrome is real. And I had like, literally the guy who put me in that position is my friend, uh, Steve, who's our gym manager. And, and, and the guy who okayed it is, is Phil Migler Reese. Who's one of the OG. He's a six degree black belt under Helsin Gracie. He's one of the OG East coast, him and his brother, Ricardo, two of the nicest people you ever meet in your entire life. Brought jujitsu to the East Coast, so I'm like, I got an okay by them to teach the class. It doesn't get any more legit than that, and I'm still like, I'm standing up there, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> like they're gonna figure me out. They're gonna figure out I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> right, it is, but you know what? That's a. I think, I think we have to take imposter syndrome and kind of turn it on its head and realize that it's not that you're an imposter. It's just you have to be open to learning in that moment as well. Like I think that's. What, what you're feeling is that two-way connection of I'm teaching, but I'm also learning at the same time. And it can be a, uh, a, a, like an, an unstable place because it's not something that we're used to trying to give out information. You know, you spend so much of your life just people pounding lessons into your fucking head. And I think, you know, once you reach a place where you can actually give information and you actually feel like you have something to contribute it can feel a little off-putting a little bit like uh i don't know i don't want to steer this person wrong like <laughs> mm. you know it, it can come off it can come off as that sometimes i think too so yeah i think i think we just got to get used to you know realizing that we're, we've gotten some wisdom and it's time to impart it to people you know i think we just gotta mm -hmm. get used to that feeling and some people are way yeah. really comfortable with it too. Like they just they don't care. Even that's the problem though, is because some people they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And they're totally fine just spewing bullshit. Like yeah, I know what I'm doing. Like that's... that is a great great point. And yeah, when I'm they're impossible. When I'm, they're proud. They're impossible. Right. <laughs> that's a huge problem. But you know yeah. when, when you when you're being sincere about it, I think yeah, I think there is that kind of like okay, I gotta tread carefully mm -hmm. here. 
that's exactly and you know when i'm when i'm instructing like i should say like i i'm very confident in what i'm instructing like i wouldn't be teaching somebody something that i wasn't 100 percent sure of but even with that you're still like in the back of your head you're like they shouldn't be listening to me like what if i <laughs> you know you, you kind of have that right. and then so i don't know it, it's just it is interesting you're right though that's what you touched on um i don't know if you guys are familiar with dunning kruger effect but if uh if your listeners aren't familiar with it you should go look it up and um because it's there's this graph um that I, I wouldn't be able to explain is this the voice how much podcast, knowledge but... you have versus how competent you are or how competent you think you are versus how much knowledge you have or something yes you're t- exactly so basically yeah. like people it's like it, it's this uh it's it basically like the letter u and it's like on the left side is uh or on the beginning of the graph i, I think that's the left side uh is like basically people who know nothing about something and they and they know uh, and they think they might know a decent amount about it and then as the more you learn about something the more you realize you don't know until you come up that other side of the u which is like you know that's where experts are found and they actually know how much they don't know and then you get to the cream of the crop which very very few people get there in any subject where it's like they know that they know everything right yeah so and it's like they have the false confidence at the beginning it's like you think you know yeah you know. like <laughs> a lot there's a lot of people stuck there they think they know what they don't know and then you only start learning what you don't know as you start gaining more knowledge sam harris does a really good job of explaining this so if you, if anybody wants to learn more about sam it look harris. up sam harris talking about it you know me neither but for some reason whenever i say the dunning kruger effect i think he was the first person <laughs> i saw put a graph up of it so i was like there we go um yeah, I, I felt like I was in that, man. I felt like I was one of those folks that I was in that beginner phase of life. Just I thought I knew. I thought I knew what I knew, and that was it. And then just it's not. And I go, I'm, I was, again, another conversation I had with Seti. He's like, I'm, I'm literally rebuilding my life and my foundation of, like, what the hell is going on. Because I just, I, I was stuck in that fucking bad spot. Where I thought I knew the, I thought I knew this is how the world worked. This is this, this is that. Blah, blah, you know, it was just, just bad. Just I, I wasn't good at absorbing the right information. I guess growing up, and I just got caught in my own way. But yeah, no, like I, I'm learning now. Like I have, I'm coming out of it, and I'm, and I'm willing to admit, like I don't know mm-hmm. anything. Please educate me. Like it's okay, but I, but I know at least. And said he was saying, like, because I'm, and sometimes I'll get a little too hard on myself, and I feel like that's just the thing we all do, but. It's, it's, I have to realize, okay, like, it's just because I don't know, it doesn't make me a bad person because I'm willing to accept the fact that I'm willing to, to try to keep doing good regardless of the fact that I don't know much. You know what I mean? <laughs> if, mm-hmm. if I butchered whatever I was saying before, be, yeah, that's just that's just more of it coming out. But, yeah. That's, I'm telling you, that's a good place to be, bro. Don't, don't sell yourself short. As long as you're trying to do good, I mm-hmm. think that's a good place to start from. All right, man. This is this is really good. I like this. This is great. We're doing, it's been a very inspirational podcast, and uh, contrary to how it started out, because that was wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rough, oh, rough start. But you know, hey, that, that's what would happen for the first guest we have on. Everything fucking blows up at the beginning, but then it all levels out real quick. <laughs> of course, man. That's that's the power of gamers versus the system. Is it's random, but we're all on the same page. Like we're all playing different mm-hmm. games, but we got the same controllers in our hands. That's what I like about this. It's like we can all relate to each other. We can all figure it out. No matter how crazy it gets, no matter what the die throws at you, you can always bring it right. back. You know, that's what I Dang, like. it's all a big life lesson hidden in there. You guys are <laughs> it slick. Is. You guys 
See? No matter what the die throws at you, gotcha, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Now I'm more fulfilled in my life. You guys got me. <laughs> <laughs> See, man, that's great. That's what we want. That's what we, you know. Okay, I guess this is a time to, I guess we've all told our stories now. Now we're going to try to tie it all together and the big mm-hmm. idea. And yes, we haven't tied it together right. just so, so far. And yeah, we're, we're trying yeah. to make, improve each other. Because we're all playing the same game, folks. Like, we really are. Like, so why not help each other out in the process of it? Like, how we did with Rise and how, like, and what I did with Red Dead and all the, and what Goose did with the military and Jiu Jitsu. And I was like, we're we're just, we're taking what we know and we're just trying to pass on what little we do know to someone that might need the help. You know what I mean? Just, and that's the best we could do for right now. The influence that we have, the small little, this little hundred and something that, oh, oh, also, I should have congratulated us at the beginning of the podcast but i'll drop it in here now like we got over 100 listens so we're uh nice so we're we're now in that little uh what's it upper echelon of 100 listeners so i'm, I'm happy nice. oh, that's a Congrats. milestone that's awesome. man it's our little milestone. milestone yeah which is so yeah cool. no, then and that's thanks to everyone that just maybe we touched you and not in that way, but in a good way. You know, maybe, maybe we were know. able we, to. We, we might touch some of you that way. Yet to be determined. We'll see how that goes. We'll see. With money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Now, we're, now, now you're going to start bribing the listeners you were talking about at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> so now that, hey. we ha- now that we have your attention. <laughs> hey, I think. Really, I think it's more about just giving back to them. Because, you know. Yeah, I really do want to prove to people that you don't got to be a greedy ass to be yeah. good you know or to, to make yeah. it you could you can make it by being a decent person you know what i mean by giving back to the people and, and be serious about it so so what That's kind of I, okay this is kind of going off on a tangent but you mentioned at the beginning of the uh episode i know we're kind of wrapping up here but the you wanted to like give away like a gift card or something like that mm-hmm. is that that's kind of like that that's the goal to be able to like give give away give back like you said give back definitely i mean look people are giving cool. us their time they're giving us their mm-hmm. attention, and it would be great if we could give them something in return. Not just these little kind of like, you know, nuggets of inspiration and wisdom or whatever we got to share with you from our lives, but also to just, you know, pay it forward and not just this way of us sharing ourselves, but, you know, paying it forward to other people that might need it as far as... And just a gift, you know, just a fun gift. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, yeah. buy a and cheeseburger. This is a small on scale us. operation, so it's like, you know, we're gonna start off small, folks. So just a little gift card for right now, and then once if we if we happen to get big, the Patreon blows up, and we start, and I and we could do this full time, essentially. Then hell yeah, folks, and it'll, the giveaways just get bigger and bigger. So right. just that's the bigger the we get, the more you're gonna get back, folks, and that's the beauty of this whole thing that we're gonna try to do. You guys ever hear of a podcast called Are You Garbage? No. I've not heard of this. You got, you guys should listen to it. It's they're basically like the comedy equivalent of YouTube. It's actually kind of striking. <laughs> Some of the things you guys say, I'm just like, oh, are you guys, okay. are you guys like ripping them off. Oh, like, no, no, they're really funny. <laughs> you guys, and they it's were weird. up until very recently a really small podcast, but they hit some like big. Uh, they had some like big guests on and really hit it. They talk about the uh, the Patreon a lot to talk about the subscribers. They're always psyched on how many subscribers they have. Really, really good podcast. I don't mean to plug their. I have no investment in this podcast. It's just a really good podcast, and the guys no. seem really cool. There's a lot yeah, of good. Bring, there's a lot of good shows out there. On this. Yeah, for real, dude. And that's like, the thing. A there's a lot of thing. them, so we gotta. There are a lot. This is also a competition at the same time. Like we gotta 
you know, listen to them, great, but also listen to us at some point along the way. And we're going to hopefully be the ones well, that yeah, reward, I mean, reward I you for it. I wasn't saying, you know I mean? saying, you like these guys, you'll love these guys. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, well, like I said, we, we want to bring everyone up. So, hell yeah, like, listen to them yeah. too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's yeah. not a problem. There's like, enough to go listen, around. But if you're going to listen to us, around. then we're going to give you something back for it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. That's awesome. That's um, the hope. That is the hope. Well, thanks for having me. This has been... Yeah, man, this has been a lot of fun. I really appreciate you coming on, and yeah, dude, maybe we'll do it again sometime. Cause yeah, I hope yeah, so. I love that. This is great. Um, yeah. All right. I'll All tag right, up. All right, uh, so now let's do some, uh, I guess, housekeeping to where it's like, all right, so this is the follow us on the socials. We got Sachi mm. pumping out them videos soon. We got mm. the you got to start emailing us some of your ideas and your. Just maybe you want to roast us. Maybe you want to send us some nice suggestions for the D20. Maybe you want to just, you know, just build the engagement. That's how you're going to get your chance to win our uh, $10 PlayStation or Xbox card, whatever the hell it's going to be first. You know what I mean? So just it's just hit us up. Yeah. And it's coming up around. next week. So that means that you have all week to subscribe to Twitter, email us at gvs.cast at gmail.com. Let us know that you're there. We'll put you in. And next week on the show, we will be announcing a winner of that card. So get it in there, guys. Yeah, you'll have to listen. And also, if you got it made it this far, you don't have to listen to these episodes in order. But, like, you know, if but for this part, though, like, you know, when you tune in here, now it's really you got to start, I guess. Like, before it was kind of just, what do you ever want to do? But now it's like, okay, listen to kind of so you, so you know where you are in the whole grand scheme of things. But if you're not doing any of that and you just want to listen, just bounce around. Be happy. Be free. Do what you want. I mean, but if you're if you're gonna be subscribing and you're gonna be following in with the giveaways, then you're gonna have to do a little bit of that. So, kind of thank you and sorry for that part. <laughs> thank you and sorry. Oh well. All right, gang. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week on Gamers vs. the System. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Yeah, we love you guys. Have a good thank one. Respect. Thank you, everyone. Take care. I just waved.